Good afternoon, everyone. It is 3.06. You're listening to WNDB. I'm Chuck Bennett. Happy to be back. Uh, Not so happy to be back for this reason. But today we will uh, suspend the Sean Hannity Show for one day on this last day of August. And remember a very, very good friend that we lost over this past weekend. Today is, uh, we're calling it a celebration of life. And it's a, a tribute show to Mark Bernier, who for over 30 years sat in this exact chair that I'm sitting in and entertained and informed Volusia and Flagler County listeners. That is just amazing. Me, myself, personally, Mark was a close friend of mine for 42 years. I met him in 1979, worked at four different radio stations with him, and it's it's a loss that just can't be measured. Uh, it's it's amazing. It breaks my heart. But he'd want us to move on, and that's exactly what we're going to do. So we have a lot of guests lined up. We have uh, people in studio with us today, all looking back at the career of Mark Bernier, a close, close friend of all of ours. Here's a guy. Let me tell you something about this business. Not many people last 30 years in this business with one radio station and one show. Mark Bernier did it, and my hat is off to him. R.I.P., my friend. I have a a number of other stories that will intersperse throughout the next three hours. We'll be with you until 6 o'clock. As I mentioned, we have a list of numerous people that were uh, very close to Mark, sponsors, uh, guests that used to be on the show, and evolutionaries and the like. Uh, Terry Sabiston from WNDB is with me. Uh, Also, we have, of course, Bill Kincaid is producing the show today, as he uh, did for Mark for oh so long. And uh, just happy to be here. Our first guest, we're going to go back to the beginning for our first guest, because a little over 30 years ago, longtime WNDB personality and program director Dave Lang was the guy who actually hired Mark back in the day. Dave, uh, I'd like to know your thoughts on how you met Mark and how the whole thing came to be. Well, you know, in a lighter moment, I might say, yeah, I'm responsible for Mark, but Mark (laughs) turned into a great talent and he proved that he loved the Daytona Beach area and he did so much for our area. Um, The very beginning, you know, you know Mark longer than I do. I, I knew Mark uh, 40 years at the radio station I was. He was an executive producer for a, a network radio program, the Steve Crawley American Scene Program. Right. And Mark was the executive producer. And oftentimes he filled in for the Steve Crawley. And at some point, Steve Crawley didn't show up at all. That's right. So it became kind of the Mark Bernier American Forum. Mm-hmm. But then at some point, it was 1991, uh, they lost their studio at uh, Disney, MGM, and they lost the satellite uplink. And Mark called over to WNDB and said, I think because you're affiliated with the Speedway, you probably have an uplink. No, Mark, we sure don't. But he came anyway. We interviewed. The interview was funny. Because you've been a long time in this business, Chuck, and you know that trade-outs are, 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 the, are king. Yeah. <laughs> so Mark, we brought Mark into town. The manager says, Take Mark out on this trade. Here you go. So we're at this trade. We're having our lunch. It's very loud, very distractive, very distracting. And I don't know why we took Mark to Hooters for the interview. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave, was, was, was David Middleton the general manager at the time? Uh, uh, I want to say it was 
either David Middleton or Ray Ray Blastic was our manager uh-huh. at one point. I think David Middleton might have been the sales manager. Ray Blastic was our manager, I think, okay. and we brought Mark in. And Ray likes to call him the stick. Mark is the stick. What do you mean? He stirs things up here in town. And we didn't have that in the Daytona Beach area before Mark came to town. Right. I'll tell you, I think you'll agree with me, Dave. He ate, slept, and and breathed radio. That was his life. Oh, morning, noon, and night. He worked hard. And, you know, I I mentioned in in the news journal that it's a shame that Mark never got to retire. But then, look, thinking about Mark, he might not have ever really retired anyway. I saw saw the message you sent me, and, and I agree with you wholeheartedly on the fact that he talked to me when I was here a couple of years ago uh, as part of the Bennett and Bertier Morning Show, and he, uh, he, he said, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting things in order for retirement. And I said to him, I, you'll never give this up. You, you're too good at it. Why would you do it? He goes, I don't know. Right. But I, I don't think yeah. he ever would have either. Now, you and I talked about retirement when I was still there, and I knew you were going to do it. So it's three years exactly to this date that I retired. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's three. It's almost two years for me, and uh, but uh, for a friend yeah. uh, such as Mark, uh, Dave, you and I would would gladly sit here and and uh, talk about Mark and and bring back the yeah. good times. That's the that's the key. He, you know, it's it's funny. I, I'll I'll just throw this out there. We had little nicknames for each other, and I used to call him Manny. For some reason, I don't know where I came yeah. up with it, Manny. <laughs> so I'd call him up and I'd say, "Manny," and he'd say, "Hey, my brother, how are you?" And then we'd start, and it was like we might not have talked for two years, but he was right, right there. Yep, he always yeah, was that way. Good. And if he didn't hear from you for quite a while, he'd call you and say, "Hey, where you been?" So he was that kind yeah. of guy. You know, he came into town, and he had his fedora at the time. He wore the suspenders, and at one point he had the, uh, uh, was a plum-colored jacket. But, you know, he played the part, and he became the part, though. He became Daytona Beach, and he learned about this. In the beginning, Mark was a bit naive about some things, but he learned, and he brought um, conversation, not only political, but other conversation to the Daytona Beach area we wouldn't have had without him. He worked overtime at his craft to become what he was over the 30 years. I'll agree with that. And I'll agree with that he could have gone anywhere he wanted to go. You know, mm-hmm. back in the day, you couldn't all work from home like people work from home now. But he could have been gone to New York, Washington. He could have gone anywhere, but he chose to be in Daytona Beach, and we're glad he did. You know, people uh, don't realize this because this was uh, something that uh, those of us who were in the business knew about. There's a publication. It's no longer a publication. I believe it's only on the web. It's called Talkers Magazine. And right. Mark was listed as one of the top 100 talk show hosts in the country. Many times. Uh, unbelievable. Many times. That shows you what hard also, work will get you. He was also, you know, he was called upon by the various uh, news networks, you know, the 24-hour news networks to make opinion, you know, to, to, to sit in and let his opinion be known on various topics. You know, he was he was the go-to guy for that. They'd mm-hmm. send a car over and send them over to Orlando to a studio to do those, I remember. Yeah, he's he was that type of guy. I mean, I, I, I've never seen anybody. Like, when I told you I met him 42 years ago, he was a production director at a radio station that I used to work for. And that's how I met him. And it was 
he went as one production director to another production director in Providence, and then I worked with him there. I was the afternoon host there. and But you could see he wanted to be... He wanted to be a talk show host. Once he got away from you know, music, and, yeah. And, and talk shows were sort of rare then. I mean, we don't have, didn't have the proliferation of talk shows we have now. With you know, it's sort of rare mm-hmm. back then. You know. Yeah. He he found what he wanted to do, and he he made his mark. He did it. I will say this for him: uh, as as much as many think and believe that WNDB is a very conservative radio station, Mark aired all sides of every story. Any, any, if you look online, you know, he, he, he's getting murdered in a lot of things, you know, the anti-vax thing. But if you look online, everybody that met him, and most of those people never met him, they've never even heard his show, it's unfair to make those comments. But people who have met Mark said, you know, we didn't agree, but he was fair, he was cordial, he was a gentleman. And he always asked, he always asked about your children. Every time he talked to me, he asked me about my two right. kids. Right, right, always. Yep. How's the wife? How's the kids? Yep. Yep. It's amazing. What a shame. But it's a shame. That's for sure, Dave. Dave, uh, enjoy your retirement there, buddy. I'm right along with you. I, I enjoy it immensely. I really do. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. All right, it's now 3.15 on WNDB. This is the special celebration of life, the uh, tribute to... Mark Bernier, who passed away this past weekend on Saturday. And uh, I'm Chuck Bennett, and uh, I am very proud and honored to be here to host this. And uh, when I was asked to do so, I said yes immediately. And uh, uh, you're going to hear from a lot of people in the next, oh, I would say, what, two hours and 45 minutes? A lot of people loved Mark, and you're going to hear one of them right now. As we t- go to the phones and we want to talk with Chef Costa Margulis. Chef, hey, how are you, bud? Yeah, I've been kind of rough, kind of rough, but um, really glad you're having this tribute to him. I have so many good memories from Mark. It was amazing. Um, he, you were absolutely right about his uh, viewpoints about things. He would give you both sides. One thing that hit me was he knew I was non-political, so... He never asked me a political question, ever. All the times we spent together, you know, we did shows together, the restaurant show and food shows. He never put, he respected me enough. And he said, well, that, we're going to talk food, or we talk about kids, or we talk about the family. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just a nice communication. And you know how bad I picked on him. Oh, I was, I was just going to bring up, back <laughs> when Bennett and Bernie were on the air, Chef Costa was on with us every Friday. And we made it. There was a joke that the chef brought oh up about how Mark drank his wine. That's right. And That's we, right. every <laughs> chance we got, we would make fun oh, of we, him to do that. And, you know, he was a good sport about it. He really was. Oh, he was. And for months, people would send him plastic cups. I remember <laughs> he went to a, one of his favorite restaurants, and they served his wine in the plastic cup. You know, he, he asked a question about it. He started it. He had plastic cup with wine in it, and it set it on the counter, and it left a stain. And he says, well, how do you get that stain off? And I said, Mark, you're drinking wine out of a plastic cup? What kind of gourmet are you? And, boy, it took off after that. On Friday mornings when when you were on with us, and and you and I would look at each other when we were in studio together, and, and you would be telling 
you know, you know us how to make a certain dish or something, and yeah. and you would stop and turn to Mark and say, uh, Mark, you don't know anything about this. I'll just talk to Chuck. He did. <laughs> he was great about it. He took it, and he admitted it. You know, I kept doing that with him for a long, long time. But he was such a good sport about that. I mean, I was unmerciful on him sometimes. <laughs> but it made for good communication between us. We had a good rapport. You know, when we all got together, it, it, the show is not scripted. This is something people need to understand. Right. When you all are doing the show and later on, the shows are not scripted. There's not some kind of list there that, that you go. They, it was all freelance. Mm-hmm. It, you couldn't believe it was going on. Said, so, well, what's keeping the show going? It was Mark's communication, the way he would maybe put a question here, and he would intrigue you with something and keep it going. I always thought that was amazing. I just, he was a great interviewer. He was fantastic. Costner, when did you meet Mark? Well, I listened to Mark way before I met him on the radio because I thought the program was very informative. So over 15-some-odd years ago, he contacted me about he was going to start doing a restaurant show and then he wanted to do that Friday morning thing that we did together, you mm, and me and right. I. And so I started coming in, and that's when I really started getting together with everybody. And then, of course, the restaurant show took off, and he asked me to come in for an hour to do that. And I said, sure, I'd love that. I ended up staying there for four hours. He said, you don't mind staying, do you? I said, no, no. This be... And it just stayed to be a routine. It was just fun. We'd talk about food. And then he said, oh, why don't you bring your wife down? You always pick on her all the time. I said, are you serious? And he said, yeah. So I brought my wife he, in. He always used to say, she picked on where is Yvonne? <laughs> oh, yeah, goodness. He was fantastic, though. He really was. Yeah. Uh, uh, Costa, Terry Sabiston has a, a question for you. Well, actually, it goes sure, back. Sure. I think the first time that maybe uh, the first time I saw you and Mark and, and, we, and me together was at Shrimp Fest at Inlet Harbor. That's we, right. You know, That's we right. were down there, and and we did a live broadcast, I believe, there from Shrimp Fest. That's right. And, and Mark was part of that. down there and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, we had some, you know, some very, very good times. As I said, you know, one thing i got to tell about Mark that people don't realize, too, I, I, this is non-radio stuff, so people out there listening, you know, you hear the advertisements on the ad, uh, the ads that would run. I was always amazed. Mark would sit there. He never had anything in front of him. Closed his, closed eyes. his eyes. Yeah, closed his eyes. And, and, and just back in the seat. And yep. he'd rattle off this whole thing. And then he knew the phone numbers. I said, how do you remember all those numbers? I said, I can't even remember my wife's phone number. Gosh, how do you do that? <laughs> and he did. He was amazing. I was amazed by that myself. I, uh, I First time <laughs> I saw him do it was years ago. And I said, how do you keep all that in your head like that? And he goes, well, it's just there. Yeah, there's nothing in front of him. He was just going on about it. As soon as he just closed like his he eyes, you knew he was going to do uh, He was going to do an uh, endorsement for some product. So yeah, it, it's just the way he was, yeah. I, miss, you know, I used to mess with him. I'd break him up a little bit before he was finished. And I'd say, oh, by the way, and he didn't miss the trick. He'd go, wait a minute, he'd go on. <laughs> now, on the restaurant show, you had a little bit longer time. Uh, time period to to banter back and forth, uh, unlike our oh, Friday morning. We yeah, we were there from eight in the morning till twelve, wow. and uh, we'd bring guests in from different places and we talk, and everybody would pick on him, you know. <laughs> but it really, we talked a lot of food. He had a great idea. He would do the restaurant show, 
about the local restaurants and let people call in and say, here's where I dine or where I didn't, and we talk about food. And that's fantastic. It was, it was enjoyable, let's put it that way. It was right. fun. Well, Costa, I wish it was under better circumstances that we uh, talked once again, first time in almost two years uh, for you and I to chat, and hopefully yeah, I'll get a chance to see you and see you real soon. Y'all be safe, and um, he was fantastic. Loved him. He was. I'd see you guys. All right, thank you. Chef Costa Mugulis from Daytona State. As we continue the celebration of Mark Bernier's life, it's a tribute to his 30 years here at WNDB and his life in general. And beyond, and uh, because, like I said, I, I I was his friend for 42 years, and uh, when you know somebody that long, you know pretty much everything about him. And uh, he he never surprised me. Nothing ever surprised me that he did, but I can tell you, he's one of the hardest working people I ever saw in my life. And uh, I wish at times um, I could have worked a little bit harder. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'm one as we just said before we went on the air here that. When I used to leave the studio, I left the studio. That was it. Mark worked all the time, and he loved it. He loved every minute of it. All right, let's move ahead as we move on. Dave Archer's on the line, uh, former co-worker here at WNDB. Dave? Yeah, am I on the air? You sure are. Hi, Chuck. Thanks for taking the call. This is Dave Archer calling. Yeah. I don't know if many people are still around that remember my name and remember my voice, but uh, I knew Mark when he first came to the station. And let me say right off the bat, it was great to hear Dave Lang's voice. Haven't run into him for a while. Mm-hmm. Glad he's retired also. But, Chuck, I remember uh, uh, Mark when he first came to the station his first day. He had his Groucho Marx mustache and yeah. a Panama Jack hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and his Larry <laughs> King suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But right away, when he got on the air and was given this talk show time period, uh, he questioned life in our community. And it was very unique at the time, and I thought he was terrific. He would talk about things that he would uncover in the area that he questioned and his voice would go up high on the air, and he'd say, how could that happen? Yeah. And I yeah. thought that was neat. But what he did, he raised hackles in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember uh, going down the hall and peeking in the, uh, the uh, conference room, and there he'd be sitting in there with his general manager at the time, with the then CEO of Halifax Hospital. Because he brought, you know, found something about the hospital that rubbed him the wrong way, and he questioned about it on the air. Mm-hmm. Well, the CEO wanted a personal interview, and I think he was taken to the woodshed. But he did that, too, with uh, the local, at the time, cable company. And uh, the manager <laughs> came in and sat in with the general manager and Mark and uh, had a little uh, you know, meeting of the minds. So that was Mark, and right away, he was a renegade, and that's what I appreciated. You know, Dave, I was just just thinking, if there's one thing that you can say about Mark, agree or disagree with him, you listened, because you wanted to hear his thoughts. Yeah, right. Right, yeah. How could that happen? In this, in this day and age, it doesn't happen often, but uh, he made it happen for 30-plus years. 
Unbelievable. Well, he made us aware of something that maybe could be improved in the community. And when he did, he held systems and public figures accountable. And that was terrific at the time and over the last 30 years. Um, Markey is going to be a big loss in the in the radio community, in the community, period. I don't think anyone's going to be able to replace him, his work ethic, and how he covered this area of uh, Volusia and Flagler counties for over 30 years. It just, it, it's yeah. just mind-boggling. That's going to be a big challenge for a Southern Stone, but I'm sure they're working on it. I don't know if they want to put Hannity in there live from 3 to 6, but then what we, would they do from 6 to 10 in the evening? So that's their problem. Yep, Chuck, right? they'll figure it out. We're out of the business. I know I am. But uh, no. <laughs> right. Just to remind people, uh, you're listening to a celebration of Mark Bernier's life. This is a tribute show that uh, we had put together after his passing this past weekend. And uh, we will be with you until 6 o'clock this evening. This is Mark's normal, uh, would have been his normal time slot, 3 to 6, every afternoon for over 30 years it just it, it again i can't uh, it just blows me away that somebody could be that good for that long but he was i'm chuck bennett glad to be doing this today we have um coming up next you want to do jim now okay uh why don't we go to uh, retired attorney jim rose of course a former host here on wndb and a member of the volutionaries jim good afternoon Hi, Chuck. How are you today? I'm doing all right, as best as can be expected. Considering everything. Yeah, I, I got to know Mark. Uh, I did a, uh, a Rice and Rose legal forum radio show beginning in 2000. And I came around the station, and Mark would be there, and I got to know him and, d- during that time. And always appreciated when I listened to him in the afternoon that, uh, that he would get local politicians and business people, not-for-profit representatives, et cetera, mm-hmm. on the air so people could get to... Uh, hear and know them and talk about the issues and i always thought he did he was always very polite to people challenge them sure but he was never uh, somebody who just tried to make somebody look bad which i always admired about him hey jim when did the volutionaries come about and did were you a member part of that right from the beginning no i wasn't i was kind of a bullpen guy so. okay <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I've been doing the last on and off for probably the last six years, and I, uh, but I would do it probably every every third one or so when somebody couldn't make it. So, but uh, they needed a token Democrat there. <laughs> so, but you know, it, it's it's one of those and, yeah, it's but well, it's one of those things where it got a little testy at times, didn't it? It will get it get testy, but again, once you got off the air, everything was. It kind of reminded me of lawyers when we go to court and when you you squabble and argue, and then you walk out of the courtroom and said, "Where do you want to go to lunch?" Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like that. So we would certainly we would disagree on the issues that were brought up in the evolutionaries. But, you know, once we went to break, everybody was fine. You know, so it wasn't like anybody got anybody got mad or just uh, everybody wanted to make a point. Right. Yeah, I just uh, it it always used to whenever I had a chance, I would tune in. But, of course, at at that time, you know, after doing a morning show, I would be napping in the afternoon sometimes but when i did tune in understandably uh, you know when i did tune in i always found and like you said it was always respectful everything was respectful with that with that group no matter who was uh on the panel for that particular show because as you mentioned you were a bullpen guy there were a lot of other bullpen people and there would be different people all the time yeah different viewpoints 
I'll tell you one thing I really liked about Mark was when he had the uh, the speaker series over at Embry-Riddle, mm-hmm. he would bring in some big hitters. You know, he brought in Charles Krautheimer, Krautheimer rather, uh, Bob Schieffer, astronauts, really big week people. And I was always uh, always uh, so pleased with what a good job he would do with them. I mean, he was prepared. He would ask good questions. He was respectful, but he would get uh, he would get the story out of him. And I thought he did a really good job. He was uh, very, very talented in front of uh, this microphone that I'm sitting in front of right now and also in front of people, right. live studio audiences. He was very, very good at that. Yeah. And that took, uh, that took years of, of practice and work for him to do that. Well, he was certainly the go-to guy when people would be putting on a public forum. Uh, you want somebody to be the, the moderator and uh, to be there, and he... He was always there, it seemed, and uh, he always did a fine job. I was I was amazed with his uh, tenacity and his work ethic at putting these speaker series together. That takes a yeah. lot of work. People don't realize how hard that such, is. And it was such a such a treasure for the community to bring in the, that caliber of guest to the community mm-hmm. and have such a, a good job of interviewing done. So it's we really miss that. Uh, we'll really miss uh, just Mark in general. That we will, Jim, and uh, I, I want to thank you for uh, paying your respects today and, and, and giving us uh, some of the uh, insight into uh, how you met Mark and how you got involved with uh, the Volutionaries and WNDB in general. Good afternoon at uh, WNDB. Our time is now 3.34 as we continue with our Celebration of Life uh, a tribute to Mark Bernier, who for over 30 years uh, sat right here in this chair and uh, informed and entertained Volusia and Flagler County uh, listeners, radio listeners, uh, and, it, and it just is, is something that uh, I, I still can't put, it, put my hands around it, how he could do it for so long, but he loved every minute of it. I know he did. All right, let's get back to the phones. We have a lot, we have a lot of guests today who knew Mark, worked with Mark, and uh, we're going to go next to, uh, I think we're going to head over to Danny Robbins, County Councilman. Danny? Hey, 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 can you hear me? I can hear you now, sure. All right. Well, God, I, I don't, you know, I've been listening for just a little bit, and there's nothing that I can, can say that somebody else hasn't, you know, just uh, when I met Mark, he, he and I said it on social media, it's just that, that calming voice to me as a new guy, not not getting involved or not being involved in, in politics before and, and, and whatnot, he, um, he just helped us all out tremendously and was a... Uh, so much help in pointing us new guys in the right direction and and uh, looking at things from a different perspective and and I just I think we're all just so heartbroken over it um, you know I just I just still don't know what to say or or think about it um, it's just a tremendous loss to this community oh well, without a doubt so, so Dan, Danny when did you actually what you you remember what year it was you met Mark it was uh, the end of two thousand nineteen. Oh, okay. uh, right at, yeah, right in around the end of 2019, and and uh, when I started running and campaigning for the uh, District 3 Council seat in Volusia County. And he was always one who wanted to get the candidates on, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he gave everybody, uh, no matter what side of the fence you're on, where you were at, he gave you an opportunity to kind of showcase uh, yourself to the public and to him. And he was very challenging, too. He would... Just, just from his institutional knowledge or local knowledge on on the issues uh, here in Volusia County, it would make 
it would make the wheels start turning in a different uh, in a different direction. Sometimes it made you scratch your head, and 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 like I heard another gentleman say earlier, uh, you wouldn't always agree on things, but the minute you were off the air, uh, you were back to say just just uh, the regular Mark and Danny, you know. So it uh, it was just a tremendous experience, and 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 I know I'm not the only one that's going to miss them so just so much. Right, it's, it's terrible. I, I agree with you and, and echo those sentiments as well. Danny, thanks so much for stopping in and, and giving your yes, thoughts sir. on Mark. And, uh, and uh, like you I said, guys for everything that, thank you guys for everything that you're doing and, and the tributes. It's just a, uh, he had so many friends and I know he's, he's watching and, and everything. And uh, I'm sure he, he appreciates it as well, but uh, you have a family and the radio show has a family in District 3. Whatever you guys need, you let us know. Mm-hmm. All right, Danny, thank you. Danny Robbins, of course, uh, uh, county councilman, and uh, we appreciate Danny's time with us here on this tribute to Mark Bernier on the final day of August of 2021. Uh, for those who don't know, I mean, I, I don't know how you couldn't. It's been out the, all through the newspapers and, uh, and, and on the Internet that Mark did pass away over the weekend on Saturday evening. I got the message uh, that he had passed. And, and one thing I, I'm very proud to say, uh, I knew him longer than anyone except his family. And uh, 42 years is a long time to have a friend. I'm going to go the opposite direction from what Danny just said. He said that you could disagree on the air, but then you get off the air and you would have you know, you'd, you'd be friends. Well, we were the opposite. We would agree on the air. We'd get off the air, and we'd get into a, a tiff about something. And uh, and he and I was always asking me, what do I do? I said, the first thing you do is zip it up. Don't say anything. This is not a business you want to say things like that. But he was he was that way. Uh, fantastic and, and just a, a dear friend for 42 years. All right, uh, let's go to, uh, who are we going to go to next? Oh, we want to go to four? Want to go to R.J. Larissa? Okay. Okay, State Attorney R.J. Larissa, thank you for joining us on this uh, tribute to Mark Bernier. Oh, it's it's uh, really an honor to be able to be on here today. And, and remember, Mark, you know, ever since I heard about Mark's passing, uh, you know, I was reflecting. I first met Mark in 2008. I was a rookie to the political scene. I was running for state attorney. And uh, I remember that Mark got me on the afternoon show uh, by myself the first time. And uh, we had a, a nice discussion. Uh, we, we, he was fair. He was up front. He was genuine. But I'll never forget Then he had a joint appearance with me and Mr. Tanner right before the election. And uh, that was a feisty, a feisty uh, radio uh, show that particular day. Mark handled it with dignity and grace. Uh, he was never, uh, if, if he felt one way or the other about me or, or Mr. Tanner, he never, he never showed it. He was uh, right down the line, which I, I truly appreciated and respected. You know, and, and then we became friends. I mean, uh, we, we'd go to lunch sometimes. We'd even have breakfast once in a while and try to pontificate about, you know, the world's woes and how we might be able to do something to fix it. And, of course, then when I had my uh, second 
campaign when uh, Stacia Warren ran against me. Uh, we had a joint appearance, and that was another feisty, difficult radio, uh, you know, uh, presentation. And Mark was again; uh, he, he did handled it with dignity, with grace, and with that genuine charm that he always seemed to be able to to uh, project. Very fair. Know, he we was were, very. When he, we were on the air. He was very a very fair person as a talk show host. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And that's what I appreciate, because I'll tell you, there are folks out there that, that weren't and aren't, but Mark always was. And I think that's why he was so successful, and that's why so many people trusted going on his show, because he was fair, he was impartial. Uh, and listen, he'd, he'd take a shot at you if you deserved it or if he thought you were you know, something he didn't agree with. He didn't pull punches, but he was always fair and genuine, and I... I remember that. I appreciate it. And I, I don't know if there's a, a better uh, tribute or a better uh, quality that I can I can talk about with Mark than that. I, I can I can tell you this much that uh, he was not one to blindside people when it came to uh, nope. you know on the air. He you knew what you were going to talk about before you talked about it. Right. He didn't play that gotcha game, and uh, he was very very forthcoming beforehand if you wanted to know what even if you didn't ask he'd tell you what those topics were that's that's an excellent point and it's another thing about mark i think that made him that's why people trusted him like like they did mm -hmm. all right uh, rj thank you so much thank you for for giving us your thoughts on mark and i know we're all going to miss him i know you will he was a good friend of yours well i'm sending my thoughts and prayers to his family and and to Mark as well, and thank you for the opportunity to, to share just a little bit. Thank All right. It's now 341 on WNDB as you're listening to a tribute to Mark Bernier, a celebration of life. I'm Chuck Bennett. Uh, a couple of years ago, I hosted a show in the morning with Mark called Bennett and Bernier, and then I decided up one day without telling him. No, I did tell him. I gave him a hint anyway that I was going to retire. You do 46 years in this business of getting up at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning, you get a little tired. Anyway, WNDB's Terry Savston's here with us. You have a list that has got to be a mile long. <laughs> Five pages, is, and that's all I had time to put together in the past day and or this so. Is, and this is all the town halls? and, and, it's, and it's not all. Oh. It's some. Okay. It didn't get all. I, I There's more out there from before uh, I could find official lists. Uh, there was... Some that I remember that I couldn't find a list on. and well, I started at WNDB 20 years ago. Mm. It'll be actually 20 years in October. And I think one of the first town halls I ever went to was Katie Keurig. And that was just, the, you know, the the show that was put on mm -hmm. at, at what's now Daytona Beach Shores and Resort. It was a Hilton Inn. Just walking into that room, just prepping before we even, the show started. Right. It, it was amazing. And the... The quality of what we, what Mark did with these town halls, mm. the people he brought in, the professionalism of, of the of the, just amazing, and and the list just you know once I started going through this, it just amazed me. He left no stone unturned when it came to preparing for these events, and even in his show, his show was the same way. He worked harder than any person in show business that I know of. That includes James Brown and anybody else. You know, if you want Pat Buchanan, 
we did that one over at Emory Riddle, and I had the opportunity to sit down with Pat and his wife. For uh, They got there an hour and a half early. Mark wasn't even there. I called Mark and said, they're here. He said, well, Terry, hang there with them, and uh, I'll be there in a little while. And that was, to me, I'm like, I got to sit here with, and I'd only been with the station maybe six months or a year at that point. I was the new guy. And so here I am sitting, hosting these people, and and Mark trusted me enough to do that. And that was the part of it, too, is is I became a part of that process. Uh, You know, I was there to to hold a microphone if it needed, along with Mike Scudero or one of the other producers. And we worked together. It was a team effort at WNDB. It was amazing to me, the people he brought in, uh, Ellen Radner, John Laboutier, uh, Steve Ritter, Emory Riddle's uh, uh, head basketball coach, uh, the the generals and the and the military that came through, uh, retired Brigadier General Ernest uh, uh, Audino, uh, you know yeah, Tucker I, I, Carlson, on Tucker the, Carlson, yeah. uh, Br- Brett Bear. I mean, the list goes on. All right, Terry, we'll uh, get back to that list in just a little bit, but right now uh, it's coming up on three forty-five on today's edition of the Mark Bernier tribute show as uh, we celebrate the life of someone here who uh, really did a great job in Volusia and Flagler counties with his listeners for over 30 years. One of his close friends, good friends, and a gentleman that I have uh, had the opportunity to sit with, uh, former Daytona Beach, uh, Beach Police Chief Craig Capri is on the line with us. Craig? Hey, Chuck. Hey, Terry. How you guys doing, man? Good. Hey, Chief. Hey, Doing the best we can, pal. <laughs> Tough times, you know. I heard I heard Mark was in the hospital, and I, I sent him a text, and I didn't get a response back. You know, I figured he'll get back to me when he gets better. But uh, I got the call, the text Saturday night from Sheriff Chitwood, and it just hits you in the gut, man. You know? Yeah, yeah it does. Hits you in the gut. Craig, when, uh, when you used to do the, the uh, he used to do the Ask the Chief show with you. Uh, did you yeah. did you guys used to go back and forth, like you know, every All once in a while get a little testy? Oh. All the time, uh, I would. I, I gotta say, he was a class act, though. He he held people accountable. He held he held uh, politicians accountable. He held police accountable. But I gotta tell you, there was no bigger supporter than law enforcement on the radio waves than him. And him, I gotta be honest with you. He 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 backed the police, and he, and he, and, he, and he always did. And uh, I just uh, you know I'm gonna miss the being on the show. And even when I wasn't on the show when I retired, just to listen to the show, I listened to as much as I could. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same way. I was the same way. Uh, you know, when I retired in late 2019, I'd find myself tuning in the afternoon to him just to see what he had up his sleeve. Yeah, you know, I retired and I would listen to him. Now I'm over in Eustis, and I, I, I sometimes if I have time. I'll put the go on the internet, and listen, listen to Bernier, and yeah. uh, it's he, he lets you know what's going on in Volusia and Flagler counties. He's he's an icon. He, I can't say enough good things about the guy. You know, we butt ahead sometimes, but like 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 the other. Uh, guests have said you know you butt heads you move on and, and when it's all over you go have a beer that's exactly what i was just going to say because during the hurricane a couple of years ago uh we all were together if you remember that night where were we, we were over by the speedway yeah. somewhere and uh, outback yeah the outback. outback we were there and we were all having a beer yep. together and that's just the way mark was you know he he just you could disagree with him on his show you could agree with him but at the end, we'd all sit down and uh, we agreed to disagree. Oh, have a beer, and I've never met anybody more more prepared and, and like like intelligent as far as what's going on. I mean, he he had everything covered. He did his homework. He was and on, he was prepared, and, yeah. and you better be prepared when you come on the show because he, he's he's gonna he's gonna take a shot at you if you're not prepared, especially he, on some um, heated debates. 
He was on top of everything. I would be amazed when I would come in in the morning, and I would get here probably, I say, 20 minutes earlier than he would, and he'd come in, and he'd sit down and tell me who he talked with on the phone last night until, like, wee hours of the morning just doing his homework. Yeah. That's what he did. He, Like I said, he ate, slept, breathed radio. He, he did his job the best he knew how, and it was pretty darn good. It was always fun going on the show and then on the breaks, the, the jokes we tell. Oh, yeah. And the fun we had off the air, was, yeah. uh, I, I missed that. That that was good. We, we we had a we had a really fun time off the air, and he was a confidant. If, if if you know, I would I would confide in him on a lot of things and get advice from him on a lot of stuff because uh, I respected him that much. And he he I would he would keep your confidence. There's no question about it. That's just the way absolutely. he was. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. He, right. he, he's a Daytona Beach icon that that'll never be replaced. Right. And. Uh, uh, I'm glad I was able to um, to meet him, and I uh, have nothing but respect. And my my thoughts and prayers go out to his family, and uh, and he's going to definitely be missed. I consider him a friend, a true friend. Chief, thank you so much for spending some time with us as we uh, pay tribute to yep. a good friend. You guys be safe, and I'll talk to you soon. All righty, that's the former Daytona Beach Police Chief Craig Capri who uh, visits with us on WNDB. It is now about 11 minutes before four. We'll be with you till 6 this evening. I'm Chuck Bennett, former host, co-host with Mark on the Bennett and Bernier Morning Show here a couple of years ago on WNDB. And because of my uh, 42-year friendship with Mark, I was asked to come back and host this, and I'm very proud to be here and honored. I wish I didn't have to be here, but I'm here. Uh, let's move on to another. We'll, want to, uh, can we go to uh, Random Burnett? All right, let's do that. And uh, welcome you to the tribute show to Mark Bernier. Hi, Chuck. This is Random Burnett. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you, under the circumstances. Random, how are you? Well, we're, we're all suffering a bit from that. You may or may not remember me, but uh, I used to co-host the uh, Paul Bernardini show beginning back oh, in 1993. Oh, yes. My first stint at WNDB. Yeah, yeah. Back in the Dave Lang, Kelly McCarthy, AM Daytona days. Mm -hmm. And, of course, met Mark. I was honored to serve on the very first Volutionary panel. And uh, the one thing I wanted to uh, discuss about Mark is you've heard from all these folks, and you've certainly weighed in on the subject. He was a multi-talented uh, radio broadcaster, but he had a innate, fantastic ability to interview people. And he just could draw people out in the most impressive manner and – it's, it's almost like he was more of a moderator than an interviewer because he wasn't participating in the subject matter, did not contest any views that were brought out, but he really drew the person out and got them to describe in great detail what their positions were. And I think that's a genetic talent, and boy, did he have it. Yeah, I, I think it might have been genetics, but it was also very hard work. I mean, there's no question this man really was a student of this this uh, media and worked his hardest well I, I enjoyed being with him on the volutionaries and on occasion um he or mike scudero back in those days would call me uh to weigh in if you know there were certain legal issues that were in the news um but certainly he's going to be missed and there's a slot that to, um none of us can can fill so there's going to be uh, it's 
almost like a Tim Russert thing. You know, to me, the uh, Meet the Press has never been exactly the same. And in a certain sense, you know, this radio station is not going to be exactly the same either. I I totally agree with you. There's there's just no replacing him, uh, but we'll always remember him. That's for sure. All right, Random, I want to thank you for uh, spending some time hey, and sharing Chuck, your it's thoughts. It's great to talk to you again after so many years. Yeah, fact, gosh, it's been 30 years. We talked this century. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, thank you, Random Burnett. As uh, we move on to our next guest, who is uh, uh, Senator Tom Wright, we'd like to welcome him to our tribute to Mark Bernier. Good afternoon, Chuck. Senator Tom Wright here. How are you, sir? I appreciate you taking my call. Oh, oh I'm yeah. good. I think I'm joining everybody feeling uh, we're feeling the big loss. It's such a such a terrible loss. When I heard the news, uh, even on Saturday night, I couldn't believe it. I've been looking forward to coming in to see Mark. He's always so generous to me, saying the door is open, Senator Wright. Whenever you get a chance, come and see us. And I didn't take him up on that very often. And now I wish I had done it more. Yeah. yeah. You know, I remember some of the great things that he did for me as I became a senator. Uh, the, the quick review is that uh, the late, great Dorothy Huckels, who was the senator, passed away on October 2nd, 2018. November 6, 2018 was the election, and I had never been in politics before. So it was people like Mark that really guided me in those early days and helped me to stay on the right path. And, um, I just don't know how we're ever going to replace the man. You know, recently he had an anniversary special, I think a year or so ago uh, at the WNDB, and he didn't know it, but I flew a flag at the state capitol for him, and I brought it to him later, and he said that he put it in a obvious place in his home. So I hope that the family will still look at that and remember how we all felt, you know, so strongly about Mark. And one, one thing for me as new of course, I'm three years now as a senator, but still feeling pretty new. He was the type of gentleman that would never, never put you into a gotcha moment. He would always, always make sure that it was above board and professional. And uh, as Chief Capri said a little bit ago, I really enjoyed when the when they were um, playing the traffic report or maybe a stock report or something, because we get to know each other a little bit better while we were off the air in those two or three minute segments. So. I, I just wanted to make sure that uh, everyone heard how much I, I love the man and how much I respected the man, and I just don't know how we'll ever replace him. And let's say this, that we will never forget Mark Bernier. That's for sure. Senator Tom Wright, thank you so much for uh, spending a few moments with us. It is now five minutes ahead of 4, 3.55 on WNDB. I'm Chuck Bennett, along with... Uh, Terry, Terry Sabiston's with us today, but right now we're going to uh, go to one of Mark's dear friends, and when I mean a dear friend, I know for a fact a dear friend. Volusia County Sheriff Mike Chitwood is on the line. Sheriff, uh, under the circumstances, it's great to talk to you, but I wish we didn't have this conversation. I, I, I couldn't feel any stronger than, than you, Chuck. I mean, it's. Uh, I was talking to Phil while I was waiting to come on the air, and I said, you know, it really hasn't sunk in yet. Uh, you know, I look at my calendar for September, and there is my Friday three o'clock appearance on the Mark Bernier show, still sitting on, on you know in my on my calendar. Now you met him what? 15, you were involved with him for like fifteen years or more. Fifteen years ago, when I came here, 
he, him and Phil had this crazy idea to interview the police chief, Daytona <laughs> Beach, a new guy in town. Yeah. And uh, Jim Chisholm, who was not exactly a fan of the media, I, I, know, I fully expected him to say no. And he said, yeah, you know what? He's a good guy. Go, go ahead, go on. Well, who would have knew that that one interview would have grown into a 15-year relationship that, you know, that rolled in the Chief Capri. I mean, as the chief, he just followed right into what was already set in place. Yeah, yeah. And the one thing that I, I, I always liked about you, uh, uh, Mike, is the fact that, you know, you, you guys would go back and forth at, on different topics on the air, but the minute the microphones were shut off, you were friends. Absolutely, 1,001%. I mean, uh, I think that people today don't understand that you can disagree with somebody on a topic and you can still really be good, good friends with them. I, I mean, you, you can. It, and then somewhere where, where we've gone down this path that it's either you're right or you're wrong. There's no right, there's no gray area. There's no grounds for compromise. And and you know he's a conservative. He's a liberal. What? What? How about he's just a human being, a good guy. He's a dad. He you always. Know, he always. Family. You know, Mike. He always gave both sides of the story. He was fair. He, he may did. not have agreed yeah, with. He may not have agreed with what you or Craig or anybody else said, but he was fair. He was fair and he was passionate about what he did. He, he believed in what he was doing. He loved what he was doing. I mean, you know, you sat across from him, you worked with him, you could see that, you know, the man was into what he was doing. He prepared himself as best he could prepare himself, yeah. uh, you know, and he was a really good interviewer. I mean, if you really think of it, he, he would lead you with a question or put you or, you know get you where you wanted to go and then he would let you explain your position and that's what it's all about when it comes to, uh, to being being a talk show host if you are going to be somebody who just cuts people off all the time doesn't agree doesn't give the other person a chance to air their uh, side of the story you're a terrible talk show host he was not that he was the exact opposite and that's why his show was so popular. And popular, I cannot tell you, Chuck, over the years, the number of people that you'd run into in Walmart or Publix when you're getting your oil changed who would tell me, God, I look so forward to the first Friday of the month when you're on with Mark. It's just so enjoyable. You know, it was funny. It was we Mark would, made it enjoyable. Yeah, we would go out on the remotes every once in a while when we were doing the Bennett and Bertie morning show. And it amazed me how many people would walk up to him and say, Mark, I've been listening for 25 years. Mark, I've been listening for 20 years. And he just was so friendly to every single, and he, he actually respected every listener. The listeners may not always agree with him, but he respected them. I, I think it's what you said. What, being a talk show host, there's an, there's, an, there's an art to it. There's a talent to it. There's a passion to it, and I think that people like Mark are really—they don't really exist out there anymore. That the, the whole the world has changed. That that special talent that Mark had, that special talent that people welcomed them, welcomed them into his home, into their car, and into their life. I think that 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 ability is is, is Mark's a throwback to what it was really like, it should be like. Absolutely, and uh, I know Mike, you share and, and everybody's condolences to his family and. I know you're a very busy man, and I wanted to thank you personally. I haven't talked to you in quite some time, but I want to thank you for uh, giving your thoughts on Mark. Yeah, my, my heart bleeds for Melody and Jolly and Kathleen, because I know any time I walked in there, we spent the first couple commercial breaks talking about how proud he was 
his children. Oh, man. And we would talk about my children. And, you know, he was he was a good man. He was a good friend. He meant a lot to this community. And like Senator Wright said, I don't think you, you replace him. You build on what he laid out, the foundation he built for the last 30 years here. All right. That's Volusia County Sheriff Mike Chitwood. I'm Chuck Bennett. We'll continue after the news from Fox. Good afternoon. It's 4.06 on WNDB. I'm Chuck Bennett as we continue with the celebration of life, the life of Mark Bernier, who for over 30 years was uh, of, of just a, a standard bearer in this uh, area in Volusia and Flagler counties on the Mark Bernier Show, which was heard every day, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. And, of course, Mark had a lot of other shows on the weekend, the restaurant show, uh, weekend around the house, different things like that. But, uh Mainly, he's known for his uh, daily talk show from 3 to 6. All right, we're going to open up hour number two. We'll be with you until 6 this evening. And as mentioned, I'm Chuck Bennett. Let's uh, go right back to the phones, and we're going to meet with another original volutionary. Gail Weinstein's with us. Gail? Hi there. How are you doing? I'm doing as well as can be expected. Thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, I, I knew Mark for many, many, many years. Uh, in fact, I go back as far as 92, 93, Kelly McCarthy was his uh, producer at the time. I remember that. And I remember that I was a uh, an early recipient of his, oh, please, remarks, because uh, I was I was his liberal, the liberal thorn at his side. Yeah. And he, he was kind enough to uh, invite me in to talk with him for about an hour one night one day and then uh and then to become an early evolutionary i'm not sure if i was one of the original ones but i'm it was very early uh ed dunn was there and Randa burnett was there uh early 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 evolutionaries i think if i'm not mistaken uh, you a, were one of the originals i i think i might have been but i'm not I'm not entirely positive of that, but but I'll take it. I'll I'll take it proudly. In fact, uh, Channel Six is going to be doing a new program called The Solutionaries, and I think they just ripped it right off of Mark's yeah. uh, Mark Mark's show. But he, I followed him. We 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 originally did did the show at the Poet Brown, the, the then the Poet Brown building, and now Brown and Brown. We went to the uh, we were at the top of the stairs at the Mark, and then we uh, did, we were on uh, Palmetto. I never got to Cornerstone, but uh, uh, I think it probably was a very beautiful building, uh, beautiful thing. But it was just always, always wonderful being on the show. Uh, I I was received. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, a mover and a shaker, like so many other people are. Right. I'm just a just a person with some some uh, strong opinions, and he always welcomed me in. He always asked about my family and my health. Uh, he was he, he a, a, just a a great friend, a great guy. Several for several years, it is on his January anniversary. I wrote him a poem and framed it for him. So, and he mentioned that. A, a few months back, he mentioned that he had come across some of them, so uh, they they live on. Um, I just I am going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. He's a he's a he he was a, a great outlet for me to 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 make my statements. I had to I had to often uh, 
preface my remarks by saying that I was talking for myself. I was not talking for the Democratic Party. I was right. not talking for any of the number of employers that I worked for. Uh, but I, I, I did enjoy it. It was, it was a lot of fun. He was a great family man. Oh yes, uh, yes. He, he for for years and years and years. If anybody remembers, he used to end his, end his program with Melody, Charlie, and Kathleen. I'm on my way home. Yeah, and yeah. he is. He's home. Yes, and we can be proud of what he the work he did. He can be proud of the work he did. Well, we were we we're all very proud. That's for sure. Uh, Gail, I want to thank you for taking a couple of moments and uh, giving us your thoughts. I know it wasn't easy being a liberal voice uh, on the Mark Bernier show, but uh, uh, you did it. So thank you so much, Gail, for your time. All right, as we move ahead on this uh, edition of the Celebration of Life, uh, the Mark Bernier Tribute Show, as we pay tribute to uh, the longtime Daytona Beach uh, Volusia County, Flagler County talk show icon, Mark Bernier. Let's move on to uh, someone who was uh, a regular with Mark on Thursdays at 4 o'clock in, in the Money Talk segment. Amanda Hayes is on the line. Amanda? Hey, Chuck. How are you? I'm just, just terrible news. I mean, it's I'm blindsided by it. Yeah. You know, just we were just doing our show a, a few weeks ago, and he shot me a text, and, hey, can't do the show today. Feeling a little sick. Catch you next week. Yeah. So I'm I'm just shocked. It's just a terrible loss. He was such a joy and a great person and charming and friendly and it's uh, just a huge loss to the community and his family. And I think the community, uh, as as I mentioned earlier in the first hour, I think a lot of folks uh, Agreed with a lot of what he said, disagreed with a lot of what he said, but he, they always felt he was somewhat fair. Yes, he, he was always fair. You know, I met Mark back in like 2014 and when he was doing the Money All-Stars show and he came into my office and he was this real energetic man and he was in this really oversized suit because <laughs> Mark always, you know, wore these big suits and he was telling me how he wanted to shake up his segment. And he wanted to bring in more women into finance. And I just love that about him because he wanted to give everybody opportunities. He just believed in people so much. And that energy was contagious. So when he relaunched the Money Talk segment, I mean, we talked every single week on the markets and the economy. And we couldn't help but just joke around with each other. He was such a good sport. He was always fair, even if he didn't agree or didn't understand something even. He wasn't afraid to ask more questions. And it's just great, great conversationalist. He was so talented. I wonder who informed him of the word correction when it comes to uh, the markets, <laughs> because he would use that with me in the morning all the time. And I'd say, Mark, all right, all right, all right I got your hint. It's a correction. I understand that. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, once he learned that word, he used it all the time. Yeah, he. I, I taught him a lot of different words. I. It, it would when I'd come into the studio, he'd have the Wall Street Journal ready to go. He'd be sending me articles every week and different topics. And I used to bust his chops a lot because he would always mispronounce the regulatory body, Finra. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he'd announce me, and he'd say Finra. I'm like <laughs> Mark. How many times are you going to butcher that, buddy? (laughs) (laughs) 
what people so don't realize funny. yeah you know what people don't realize about him you just mentioned the fact that he used to have the wall street journal with him all the time this guy read a lot of newspapers every single day magazines newspapers oh, anything yes. anything it, t- it took to make the show better he did Yes, he was such a hard worker, and anytime he had questions, he'd send me questions. We'd be sending articles back and forth and texting me every morning. you got to talk about this today when you come on, and what's this? Let's get into it. So he was really engaged and energetic and just just a great, great guy. I'm, I'm going to miss him terribly, yeah. and I know he's listening to everybody right now, though, because it was his life. Radio was his life, and he was so good at it, so... No question. It's, it's he, such he, a huge lot. He worked long and hard to get to where he was. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Amanda. I appreciate the time, the moment you spent with us and, and remembering Mark. And and like you say, we're all going to miss him. He's never going to be replaced, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. As we move on, it's 414 on WNDB. I'm Chuck Bennett as we continue with Mark uh, Bernier's Tribute Show, a celebration of life. Life well lived in this radio business. He was one of the best, no question about it. As we move on to our next guest, County Chair Jeff Brower is with us. And uh, Jeff, how long did you know Mark? Well, you know, I was going to start there, Chuck, that um, you had just said that he worked long and hard to get where he is. I I knew Mark just from turning in on the radio and listening. Found him one day. I thought, wow, what a cool find. And I remember, I believe it was 1998. And one of the things that always impressed me about Mark Bernier was that the people that he did sponsorships for, the people that, that advertised on his show, he really believed in them. Mm-hmm. And he knew what the restaurant uh, what the food tasted like, how it was run, how the, the tree service was run. He really paid attention. And I got to where I thought, okay, uh, this guy's recommendations are really good. So I heard him talking about uh, a cruise line. I don't even remember what it what it was now, but my parents were having a 50th anniversary, and the kid, all of us kids got together. We wanted to send them on a cruise. Um, so I called Mark, and I said, I keep hearing you talk about this. Man, he just laid this out, <laughs> told who to call them. They're going to put them on a bus. They'll give them drinks. And and to, and it was just my parents had the best time. And so I told them that story and told them why they had such a great vacation that it, it came from Mark. I just – he just really cared about the people that he that, – that sponsored him and – um and he was picky. So then I got to know him as an advertiser. Yeah. Um, we, I, I did the, a Saturday show with him, looked forward to it every Saturday. He looked forward to it. It was, you know, about landscaping and constri- anything to do with, with outdoor living. And we just, we had a great time. He got to meet, uh, because they were all in the business, my son-in-law, two sons, daughters, and he and Melody both um, loved my family. They they loved the kids. Melody had checked us out already because of the organic farm, and she she's very serious about having a, a healthy family, um, which is part of why this just seems so otherworldly and just unbelievable that that Mark is gone. Oh, yeah. um, 
he will be missed. So I, I got to know him as an advertiser. We had we had great fun together. In fact, he and I were currently talking about the next step in our in our business, where he would actually come on site and do. You've you've heard him do his three hour shows from from on site, and, and he always did a great job. I, I think the thing that uh, I'll skip that after advertising, I knew him on the campaign trail. And I would, I would, I remember listening to. He would interview my opponent, and I would say, "Wow, he's really asking good, hard questions. This is great." <laughs> yeah. And then I would go on, and guess what would happen? The the exact same thing. You know, he would ask me really hard, penetrating questions, and but that's how it should be. He, right. I've heard almost every person that call in talk about the fact that he was fair. And he didn't, especially in campaigns, he didn't ask those questions to be a gotcha. He didn't ask them to try and stump you or embarrass you. He asked them for the audience. He asked it because he wanted the audience to know what these people that are running for, what do they really believe? Do they know anything? How much do they know? Yep. So in all the years since, since 1998 when I first talked to him until recently, um, we had one one disagreement, and, and Mark ended up apologizing, and then I apologized to him <laughs> for because yeah. uh, I, w- I was a little hard on him. He had been given some some bad information about me, but it came from a really good source, mm-hmm. and he repeated it on air, and I I corrected him in person nicely on the next time I was on his show, and um, and we were able to go on and and not just work together, but have a friendly relationship because um, he was not too proud to say, yeah, I, I know better than that. I know to verify. Um, so I, yeah. I will, I will always have great respect for him. He, he is irreplaceable in, in this market. Um, and, and finally, I just want to say that because I had the pleasure of, of getting to know Melody and, and hearing a lot, I, I think the sheriff said it, he, actually quite a few people said it, he loved to talk about his children. Yep. I don't know him, and I feel like I know him. I know about the yeah. dance lessons and the golfing, and he was so proud of his family. And I just want all of them to know, his his children, that they can really be proud of their father um, from today till whenever um, he's going to be missed. I'm, I'm really proud that uh, the county council decided to have a Mark Bernier day and did a proclamation for him. And, and I got to deliver that to Mark. Um, he, he deserved it. And so here we are again with another Mark Bernier day that none of us wanted to have wanted to have. Um, right. So his, uh, his family's in in my family's prayers, and um, I, I'm just I'm glad Chuck that you are you're doing this show today, and uh, um, I'll I'll hang up now and okay. listen to what other people have have to say. But thank you for the opportunity. All right, Jeff, thank you for being with us today. Let's move from one sponsor to another one. When I was doing Bennett and Bernier with Mark a couple of years ago, one of his uh, clients, and uh, longtime client as a matter of fact, one thing about Mark is he always used uh, the products of the people who sponsored on his shows. 
And up next with us is Bill Gallagher, who's the president and CEO of SolarFit. Of course, every morning I'd listen to Mark when I worked with him do commercials for SolarFit. And uh, Mark actually uh, used the product as well. And uh, I'd ask him, you know, how many panels you got up there, Mark? But, uh, Bill, uh, you knew Mark pretty well, I, I take it. Chuck, thanks so much for taking my call. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I was thinking back. It was probably 20 years ago. Mark came into our office, and he says, uh, you know, I wonder if you would consider advertising on our show. He says, I think I can help uh, the community, you know, realize the benefits of renewable energy, right? And I said, well, you know, let's, let's give it a whirl. Well, it turned out to be the best business decision and personal decision that I have probably made. It, it turned into a lifetime of friendship. Mark was an incredible guy, very skilled at what he did, very prepared, and a great sense of humor. I mean, he really did have a great sense of humor. But you know what really impressed me was, you know, a lot of business relationships you have, you never hear from the folks you're dealing with, maybe once every six months. Mark called me every two weeks. Billy, how we doing? How's the family? How's Kim? He got to know Gloria real well. Everybody doing okay? Anything I could do for you? Every two weeks he called me. And even if he didn't have anything other than just to say hi, I'll, I'll always remember that. He was a, a kind, compassionate guy. And I'll tell you, he, he, he really embraced the solar industry to the point where he would come out to our seminars. And he started giving the seminar. And after, after I listened to him, I wanted to buy another solar system. He was so good at it. It was like, oh, Mark. Yeah, he, he used to he used to talk about that doing those seminars. Oh, he was good, and you know, I take my twenty mile bike ride on uh, Saturday morning, and I tune in to listen to a uh, weekend around the house. But you know, our our prayers go out, thoughts and prayers to his family, and we love you, Mark. And I will bet you right now, if there's a celestial radio station, Mark is hosting it up in heaven, and um, I'm going to tune in after this show. Mark, we miss you. We love you. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. All right, Bill, thank you so much for those kind words. Let's move ahead. It's now 424 on WNDB. You're listening to a tribute to Mark Bernier, a celebration of life. I'm Chuck Bennett, and uh, it is my honor to host this show today. Sean Hannity will return tomorrow in the 3 to 6 time slot. We'll take you up until 6 o'clock. Let's move on to uh, someone who's very, very close with Mark. Uh, former public defender and uh, former chairman of the Volusia Republican Executive Committee, Jim Purdy. Jim, you, you I know, are just like the rest of us, dumb, just dumb, numb. Oh, no, no two ways about it. Uh, to hear one of the one of his actors uh, talking about uh, his relationship in the studio park is that he would do these uh, commercials not taped, but live commercials, and he had no notes. He would sit there and he would speak it out, and he would then give the phone number of the company without any notes whatsoever. And I sat there dumbfounded at his memory of being able to do that. I uh, couldn't. So I couldn't do it. From his commercial <laughs> sponsors, I, you know, I couldn't do it either. But uh, my first recollections from Mark, back before I even appeared on his show, uh, I used to listen to the show, and I would call in occasionally. And I never mentioned this to Mark, but on one particular day, I called in and uh, talked to him for a few minutes, 
and a, and listened to the show, and then a little while later, I called in again, and he read. You called. Yeah, I think we've got a, a, a connection, not a good connection with Jim. Maybe we can get him back later uh, or try him a little bit later. Let's move over to uh, another someone who is very close with Mark, member of the Volutionaries, uh, uh, time to time. Pat Northey's with us. Pat. Hi. How are, how are, you, how are you all doing over there? Uh, you well. all have my deepest sympathy for the loss of Mark uh, and, and Melody and Kathleen and Charlie. What what a terrible loss for this community. I, I totally agree with you 100% because uh, when you spend the amount of time that he spent preparing for his show every single day, and not just one show, two shows a day, oh. morning and right. afternoon, and then shows on the weekend. He was a hard worker. There's and, nobody and outworked him. And don't forget him. his podcast. He would send out a morning podcast that mm-hmm. I would listen to to give me an update on what was happening. But I think that the most fun that I had, and I've, I've known Mark a long time. I was trying to think how long I've known him, but it's it's been a while. Um, probably when I, probably it goes back to my foray into politics, which was in the 90s. And so... Uh, we really got to know each other on a more personal level, just as friends later on. But he was always unfailingly kind to me. I, I will never forget the kindness that he showed to me. New, newbie out on the political scene and not of the same party persuasion that he is or uh, that, that, that most of his listeners were. I never felt anything but true respect coming from him but but the best fun the best fun that, that i had uh was doing his program was doing the volusionaries we had more fun doing the volusionaries and he would be well prepared and you better be on your toes when you were when you were doing that show because he didn't let you get away with just a bunch of uh a garbage it was like okay you, you better come up with something better than that dorothy you, you know it's really, it's funny really pat it's funny you say that because there would be times in the morning we promote the volutionaries and you were going to be on that particular segment that day on the uh, afternoon show and he'd say it's going to get interesting today i said oh, really why is <laughs> pat northy's going to be on i said oh okay i'll make sure i tune in well, well, you know it, what it, what it was is I'm I'm from that crazy place in you know Southwest Volusia, Deltona, and and a lot of Volusia County doesn't get us over here, so I was kind of a bridge, and and Mark always wanted to know what was happening, what was going on, tell me what new was over there that we can talk about. He was very proud of the fact that his that the signal had increased and he was able to reach parts of, of most I think most of Volusia by the end of. Uh, uh, the end of last year and so we had great conversations about a lot of things happening in west Volusia that i'm sure his east Volusia, east Volusionaries would listen to that and just shake their heads mm-hmm. but he knew his stuff he always became educated on it um he always treated me well he never he didn't suffer fools but he never let them know that that was what that was a skill that he really had a handle on uh, and there was never gotcha moments. I, I, you know, I, I could text him something, and 
uh, you know, when I think I think Purdy was saying he called in, but I or he called him, but I would text him and I'd get these, you know, we'd have these text conversations <laughs> going back and forth. Um, but he would he would call a lot of times just to get background on Volusia issues. I I, I just described him as a Renaissance guy. Yeah. I, he was not. He, I know he was doing conservative talk radio, but he was a Renaissance guy. He knew all the stuff that was happening, and he was not entrenched in any ideology. That was that was what I what I liked about Mark, and I just liked his. I just he was funny. He was just a fun guy to be around. So we had very differences of opinion. I, I just want to read one comment that came out on uh, when I posted on my Facebook page about mm-hmm. the loss of him, and this came from. Comes from Linda White, who is over here in Deltona, one of our uh, one of the northerly gang girls, and she says, "Pat, I think it's wonderful to have friends that share our same philosophies, but I think it is such a special blessing to be able to have a cherished friendship with people who think differently. I'm sure Mark was as blessed by your friendship as you were his. Hold tight to that, for it is no small thing. Wow. And I am. I'm holding tight to that. That we that we." We're different, but we really became very close friends. Pat, that that that, that is so right to the point. It really is. Yeah. I, I just. Yeah. It, it's amazing. And I and I will miss him. I will miss doing the radio program with him. Uh, I will miss my radio buds that, that did the program. He had something special going on with that. Uh, yeah. That turned in from just not just doing radio, but but friendships. Across across the dimension, across the county, across political affiliations, uh, he he built those bridges, and that should never be forgotten. Never be forgotten. That was his legacy. And it won't. Thank you, Pat, so much for your time. We have to break for news from Fox. We'll be back on the other side with more. It's now four thirty-three on WNDB as we continue with our tribute to Mark Bernier. Uh, we're calling it a celebration of his life in the broadcasting business. Uh, with more than 30 years as the host of the Mark Bernier Show here on WNDB. Also, we've been mentioning throughout the course of this show that Mark did a number of weekend shows. And someone who's a long time uh, on weekends with Mark was Michelle Lenhar of Watson Realty. And uh, Michelle, uh, I want to get your thoughts on, uh, I know you knew Mark a long time. Yes, I did, Chuck. And I have a huge void um when i stopped doing weekend around the house with him after 13 years being called every saturday morning at 8 45 um i had that void but he and i still would have conversations and talk and i was advertising with him and he would call me about real estate and he referred people to me um he was such a good listener and um, I, I really missed knowing I can't listen to him. I was missing him really bad when he was sick, and I, he wasn't there. I'd turn on the radio every day at 3 o'clock thinking maybe today he's going to be back. So it's really sad, and I still can't believe that this community managed to hold on to this man, so talented and so dedicated there for a while, he was going to Orlando to do TV shows and things, and I thought, oh, boy, this is the beginning of the end. 
but he never left. He stayed. And at one time, I don't know if you remember, he was doing shows in Tennessee here. Yes. <laughs> they were running in Tennessee yeah. different shows. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was always coming up with new ways to improve our information and improve the way that we heard things. And it was just so wonderful. And I think I've known him. I moved here in 1988, and I woke up to Dave Lang and Dave Archett every morning. (laughs) And then that changed. And eventually I actually advertised with uh, Dave Lang, and um, he did commercials for me. But somewhere along in there, I think it was at a WNDB Christmas party where the sponsors were invited. I think that's where my husband and I met Mark the first time. And I listed and sold their house. Charlie was still in a high chair. (laughs) So it's been a long time. And like everybody um, that I've heard, most of them that knew him as well as I did, um, he was, in every sense of the word, a family man. He loved Melody and he loved those kids. And I got Christmas pictures every year and I couldn't believe how they had grown and how they had improved and they were they're both dedicated parents and I know that there's a big void in their lives too yes no question about that Michelle no question I totally agree with you every time I spoke with him on the phone uh, he would bring up not only my kids but then I would say to him well how are yours and and he would oh, he just that you could he talks so much, and he he'd be so proud of them. That's what I I, I was. Oh, yeah. The guy was uh, dedicated to his family and dedicated to his job. What more can you want? Right, true true commitment and dedication. And like I said earlier, we are so blessed to have kept him as long as we did. I came from a city that had a very good talk show host, and that was one of the first things I found when I got here was my talk radio um, and that's how I found WNDB and I've been an avid listener for over 30 well since 1988 (laughs) however many that years that is and I've been selling real estate at Watson Realty for that long too so and that's another thing speaking of sponsors is he he literally vets the sponsors that he becomes involved with and does use oh he just didn't do it he just didn't yeah he didn't do it just for the money believe me he checked every sponsor he had out and used almost every one of them yeah i know he checked me out he talked to people before he became my spokesperson Mm -hmm. um he called me and said he had talked to people and wanted to know if I was interested in having him sponsor me (laughs) or having me sponsor him. So, um, and I know he, he, he believes in the people that he sponsored and he did still recommend me to, um, people that we both know. And, um, when business was bad, some of the people that he referred to me are the ones that kept me from, having to get out of the real estate business when the business got so bad. Right. So I, I re- and I showed Melody and he property um, and got to know her and the kids. And it, it was 
it was great getting to know them and having them as friends. And I, I am so sorry at their loss and at our loss. And he is greatly missed. That's for sure. Michelle, thank you so much for taking some time with us today and paying tribute to Mark. We appreciate it. All right, it's now 440 on WNDB as we continue celebrating the life of Mark Bernier. I'm Chuck Bennett. It's my honor to host this show until 6 o'clock this evening. Sean Hannity's show will return tomorrow. Let's move on to another former volutionary and the uh, former mayor of Ponce Inlet. Nancy Epps is with us. Nancy, good afternoon. Hi. I'm so sorry for your loss, Chuck. Um, uh, I didn't know Mark nearly as long as you did. (laughs) And I really feel like it. So I knew Mark similar to RJ. Actually, that's how I know RJ LaRuza also is from when I ran for county council in 2008. um, I met RJ on the campaign trail. And of course, it was required that you go on the Bernier show, get the exposure that nobody else could give you in this county. You know, that that show is listened to so broadly by everybody, Republican, Democrat, Independent, you name it. Everybody listened to Mark's show. And um, he, as earlier people said, I think Jeff Brower said it best, he was so fair, you know, that he would be tough with your opponent, but he'd also be tough with you. And you never really knew what side he was going to come down on. I kind of hoped that since I was the more conservative of my the two that I was running against, um, you know, myself and the other one, that he would be on my side, but you never knew. And he was, uh, to echo what a couple other people have said, he was so talented at doing those commercials with no notes. I would sit next to him on the Volutionaries, and I know the first time I thought, well, surely he's got something on his laptop, you know, just doesn't have a piece of paper in front of him. But no, as they said, he would actually, as you know, Chuck, he would actually close his eyes. So you know he wasn't reading anything. He was reading it off the back of his of his closed eyes, I guess. I, I don't. Yeah, I thought he was, was truly I, remarkable. I thought he was clairvoyant. I mean, it was amazing. And and as we uh, we've mentioned earlier, how did he remember? Does he remember all, or did he remember all the phone numbers? He did, I know. I Rarely, rarely would I ever hear him have to stop and think for a second, but he always would get it. He would never have to look. And, I mean, the number of sponsors he had, and as somebody else said, of course, he used all of the products and went to all of the restaurants. And I was the same as other people, that if I wanted to a product or, you know, a, a business to frequent, I would listen to what Mark said and mm-hmm. use that product or sponsor because, I did have the faith in him because I knew he was using it and wouldn't wouldn't continue to support it if he had any problems with it. No. But as far as the way he was with people, I always felt that he was a friend. And I never felt like I was on the spot for anything. If I needed, if I had an issue that I wanted to have aired, I was comfortable calling him and telling him about it. And as you know, you had to do your research. You couldn't just call and say, I think this or I think that. You had to have it backed up. And one of my favorite things was when um, people would call in and, you know, be telling him rather that they read something someplace. And if he couldn't find it, he just would say, well, okay, thanks for the call. I can't can't air this because it doesn't have anything to back it up. Oh, that's the way he was. one of the things I remember... Yes, he was. One of the things that I um, always got such a kick out of that was his 
signature on the show was, that's what I think. <laughs> he was, it wasn't telling you that this is what you had to think. He was telling you that's what he thought. And he respected the fact that you might not agree. So I miss him terribly. And it's going to be hard. Yeah, will really, really be. Sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's going to be hard, Nancy. There's no question about it. I want to take you for uh, thank you for taking time uh, out of your schedule to join us today, and uh, we're, we'll never forget them. That's for sure. All right, it's coming up on 15 before the hour, 5 o'clock. I'm Chuck Bennett. We continue with the tribute to Mark Bernier and his life as a broadcaster, a family man, a great all-around good guy, and a friend of mine for 42 years. And I'm proud to say that. Let's, you know, when Bennett and Bernier started in 2017 here in WNTV in the mornings, one of the first per- people who showed up when we were on Palmetto was Tammy Kaczynski of Sweet Marley's. And I'll never forget, she brought these goodies, and I'm just saying to myself, if I eat that, I'm going to be in big trouble. But Tammy, <laughs> I know Mark was a dear friend and, and would come and see you quite a bit. He was, and he saw me a whole lot more when the offices were downtown. And my, my husband's been listening to you guys out, listening this, you know, this afternoon outside while he's doing stuff in the yard. And I've been listening in the house, and he keeps coming in going, remember when you and Mark did this? Or remember when Mark said this and you got upset with them? And, and yes, I remember all those times. Um, <laughs> but I, what I remember as I was making dinner tonight, I started laughing because I remember the day that I got the phone call from Mark. And he was standing in my shop, and he didn't want to make a scene, but my barista had made his coffee all wrong. Mark drank dry cappuccinos, and it was so sweet, he couldn't stand it. Now, I'm not going to tell you how much sugar Mark put in his cappuccinos when I first (laughs) met him, but I had told him at the time, I'm like, you can't even taste the coffee, and that's not even healthy. Yeah. So... What he didn't know is I was gradually taking sugar out of his drinks. Yeah. So months down the road, when somebody else made his drink the way he asked for it, he couldn't drink it. So I had to confess (laughs) that um, I had him down to only two packets of raw sugar compared to where he had been. And he laughed so hard. I said, I will tell her to make it over and it's on me. And he's like, no, it's, it's, I, it's fine. I said, no, it's not fine. No, it's not. I said, not. I probably should have told you this a while ago. <laughs> Unbelievable. But he, he was putting so much sugar in there. It was insane. Oh, you don't have to tell me. And, I watched him for years do it. Oh, and I had him down to two sugar packets, and he had never figured it out because I did it over about an 18-month time slot where I just gradually lessened it every time he came in and he would say, you know, the coffee's just so good here. I'm like, oh, well, thank you. He's like, it's not the same when I go to other places. And I said, well, you know, we make it special for you, Mark. (laughs) And the special was, I was watching out for him because it was way too much sugar. No question about it. And I used to love bringing in the fruit pockets for him when we would do the restaurant show because I knew he would be diving into the box for the fruit pocket. Oh, yeah. No question about it. T- <laughs> yeah. Tammy, I want to, you know, we miss you not being downtown anymore, but uh, 
hopefully we'll get a chance to stop in and, uh, you know, reminisce a little bit. I'm still there. Come see me. Okay, thanks. Tammy Kaczynski from Sweet Marley's, uh, very, very dear, both her and her husband, dear friends of Mark. Uh, we went, we, we got Jim Purdy back, right? So let's go to Jim now, the former public defender and dear friend of Mark Bernier's. Jim, you're back with us again. Yeah, I'm sorry I broke up so much. I was on my way back down from St. Augustine, so I must have hit a, a dead pocket there. Yeah. Uh, but I was, I was mentioning the same thing that I, I just heard Nancy Epps talk about. We would sit in the volutionaries, and during a commercial break, they would all, always have the you know the pre-recorded commercials. But Mark always did a few of his own for the for the local ones, and he never had any notes. Nope. And he never looked at the the, the uh, screen on his computer and I would sit there in awe watching him uh, doing that and having the phone numbers and everything down pat just absolutely incredible and I and I told him several times that I don't know how you did that Jim but, uh, I watched him do it for many many years I I don't understand how he did it I used to have a script in front of me or bullet points yeah yeah, yeah no script no nothing he did it all all from memory but uh, I was, uh, I think when we got a cut off, I was talking about uh, one point that I never brought to Mark's attention is that before I became chairman of the Republican Party, back in the 1990s, mm-hmm. uh, I would listen to his show. And one particular day I called in and I, 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 I spoke to him about whatever the, the subject was we were talking about. And a little while later, I called back again and he recognized that it was the same caller from earlier. And he cut me off. <laughs> yeah. He said, no, you only get one call a day. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way he the was. Way he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the like... way he was. And I never told him that I was one of those that got cut off from him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm going to miss him tremendously. I mean, we've had more fun uh, with he and, and the Volutionaries over the years. Uh, I think I've been doing Volutionaries since, what, 99? Mm-hmm. And we've had, like, Pat Patterson, Nancy Epps, of course. Uh, we had uh, Charlie Lidecker. I met Charlie on his show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's just been so many people that have, that have, have shared the uh, you know the the four uh, positions with on the Volutionaries over the years. And when I heard that he was you know that he had gone into the hospital, I just broke my heart. I'm uh, I just uh, my wife and I are both still sad and and just uh, we've had a bad weekend uh, just thinking about it, but. I hope he and his, uh, Mel- Melanie and the family are, are going to uh, get through this. We're praying for them. But um, all I can say is, you know, for those of you that are out there that haven't been vaccinated, please get vaccinated. It's just, it's just that important. All right. And not just for you, but for everybody around you. That's very but, true, uh, Jim. I hope, y'all have a, I hope you have a wonderful uh, afternoon with this. and. And we're gonna we're gonna celebrate his life and instead of mourning his death. That's exactly what we're doing. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Jim Purdy, of course, a longtime friend of Mark Bernier, and of course, uh, former public defender, and uh, also the former chair of the Volusia Republican Executive Committee as well. All right, it's our producer segment. I got <laughs> twins here. I got Mark's first producer, Kelly McCarthy, and also Mike Scudero. Both I know pretty well. And uh, the, hi, Chuck. Hi, Kel. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Yeah. I'm still just in a state of shock and so sad. Oh, 
still can't believe it. I, I can't either. And, uh, you know, I knew something was up when I texted Mark uh, about a week and a half ago. And he didn't respond to my text. That's very was very unusual in all the years. Yeah, all I did 40, the same thing. You know, all oh, 42 years I so knew hard. him. He always answered yeah. my calls. Yeah. Yeah, so, that was tough. Tell us about being uh, the first producer. Oh, geez. Yes, going way back, 30 years. So um, somebody from the root company, Mr. Caravati, said they need a call screener for this guy who's come in to do a talk show and i had just graduated college and i said all right i guess i'll do it i i'm not going to get paid but sounds fun and that was really how it all started and i started doing the call screening for mark and then that turned into being his producer and did a lot of other things around the radio too but of course had the most fun working with him so it was fun to be there in the beginning, and he was figuring everything out, and we were having all kinds of people on the radio, and the show was called The Open Forum back then. That's right, and, yeah. You know, it, it was just, it was fun, and I'll never forget one of those funny stories. When I first started working there, somebody came in and, and brought brownies to Bernier, and so I went back there, and I said, Mark, look, a <laughs> listener brought you brownies, and he goes, don't eat those. They could be poison. He never and would. Thought, he oh, said, "Oh my gosh!" I thought, "Who am I working with?" He <laughs> used to do the same poison. thing with me. A listener would bring in stuff to eat, and and he'd say, "Don't eat that. I wouldn't eat that. Don't eat that." I said, "What do you mean, don't eat that? What's going to happen?" He goes, "You don't know. You don't know what you put in that." I said, "I don't know." Oh my gosh! But you know, and everybody said it. Nobody loved what he did more than Mark. Nobody worked harder than him. Right. And the thing about Mark is he made it look effortless, and it is not. It takes talent and hard work. And there's people that think it's a piece of cake to do a three-hour radio show. And, oh, my gosh, nothing could be further from the truth. And I really hope we find a way to have his legacy live on and not not have that void on the local side on the radio. I have right. missed it tremendously. I, you know, just in the morning and in the afternoon, mm-hmm. it's just, oh, it's just hard. So I hope we can find a way to continue that in his honor. Yeah. Kelly, I, I, I just, you know, my heart bleeds for uh, everybody who uh, ever worked with Mark, including yours truly here. I mean, we spent a lot of time together. You also uh, did the morning show with Dave Lang here for, uh, quite a while and so you've seen just about you've seen just about every part of this business and you know how hard it is it's not easy no it's definitely not easy and and that's why I always you know I I probably learned a lot from Mark working him working with him so early on and just realizing but like we've all said I didn't work as hard as he did Mm. I mean he definitely was all in and I just I always appreciated that about him. And and you can hear all the people on the radio today. They all appreciated it, too. Oh, yeah. No question. All right. Kyle, I'll let you run. Uh, you know, I wish it was under better circumstances that we were talking today, but uh, probably run into you here from time to time. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, thanks Kelly. All right. Kelly McCarthy, Mark's first producer on the Mark Bernie. Well, was the open forum back then. We move on to another producer who's gone on to bigger and better things these days. Mike Scudero is with us. Hi, Mike. Chuck, I've been dreading this and looking forward to it all day at the same time. Uh, like you, this this hit us all, and 
when you lose a friend that you've had as long as this guy, there's just no, uh, there's really no getting over it. No, it's just a matter of how you're going to move forward and remember those good times. And certainly Mark and I had our share of those and, I've had the last uh, two days to really reflect on those and think about them now, and it's just amazing. I mean, this is a guy who was he was there when I graduated high school. He was there the day I brought my first son home from the hospital. Um, you know, not a, there's only so many people in your life you can say that about. Yeah, and he's one of those guys. And uh, you know, he everything everything everyone has said today, Chuck, is absolutely true. And that's probably the first time in the history of Mark's show that no one has called in and said something that wasn't incorrect. And that's kind of fun, too. Um, Mark would have loved this today because, as you know, he was the king of the radio eulogy. I don't know anyone in radio anywhere that could do uh, a tribute to someone on the air after they passed better than Mark. I mean, it got to be a thing of legend. You know, I'm going to Mike people. I want to, I wanted to say this because I cannot tell you how many times I would come in in the morning when we were doing the morning show together that I would come in and he says he would say to me after this I have to go to a funeral. He would yeah. go to anyone he knew if someone died he would go to the funeral. That's the way he was. Yeah. I, I used to joke with him, Chuck, that he could open up the paper to the obit section and just randomly close his eyes and point at any name on that paper and do a very worthy tribute to them on the air. He, he just had a talent for them. You know, for the people that have talked about the ads and how he could do it unscripted, and, and they have no idea what, what it takes to do a three-hour show. I know you do, and I've guest-hosted for Mark enough to know – the, the bullets I was sweating yeah. leading up to 3 o'clock. Yeah. And, and then when I'd get done, I'd go, I can't imagine doing that every day. And he did it. It was clockwork for him because he had raw talent that this area just doesn't get a lot of. We're little old Daytona Beach, Chuck. You know, he, he brought something special here, and that's why it stuck for 30 years. Yeah, he, uh, he, he would come in in the morning, and off the top of his head, just reel off news story after news story, local news stories, because he followed everything that went on in this town and in this county. And and that's that's what made him so unique. He could one minute he's talking to a member of Congress about a war overseas, and the next minute he's talking about something a, a city council voted on last night. It, it, there's only so many people that can pull that off. Yep, one of a kind, Mike. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I, I, I saw it for a long, long time, and I watched him grow from uh, 42 years ago when he was just a production director at a music station that I yeah. used to work at to the, uh, the, the talk show's host that he became over 30-plus years here in Volusia and Flagler counties. It just it made me so proud, and I used to tell him that every once in a while, and he'd say, oh, stop, you worked in big markets, and you did this, and you did yeah. that. I said, Mark, no, you don't understand something. When I met you, 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 were, you were on the low man on the totem pole at that radio station, and you just and, and worked and that, worked and worked. Yeah, I, I tell him the same thing. I'd say, he'd go, oh, I'm so happy you're doing this, that, or the other now, whether it's working at the PBA or – the legislature before that and i'd look at him and i'd say you know you you're responsible for it all march 4th 1996 i came to work for you pal and that changed my life 
and he'd look at me, oh, stop, stop, you're, you're doing great because of who you are. He never wanted to take that credit. But the truth is he deserved a heck of a lot of it. His work really ethic did. his work ethic uh, rubbed off on all of us, Mike. No question about it. Yeah. Michael, it was, it's I, something I was proud to know. Um, I know you are, and I want to thank you for taking some time out of your busy day. I know uh, you do have busy days and what you're friend. doing now. Thank you for thank you for making time for me, Chuck. I appreciate you. All right, Mike Scudero, one of Mark's producers, and of course today on this tribute show to Mark Bernier on WNDB, which we have one more hour left, more guests yet to come. Uh, Phil Kincaid is producing the show as he would have uh, if Mark was sitting in this seat. And uh, at first, I did not want to sit in this chair because I believe Mr. Bernier had the head of the table. No question. Good afternoon. It is 5.05 on WNDB. I'm Chuck Bennett as we continue with uh, the celebration of life, honoring the life of Mark Bernier, who passed away over the weekend. Uh, This is a tribute to Mark that we're doing until 6 o'clock this evening. And uh, we want to thank each and every guest that we've had on. We've heard from a lot of friends, a lot of people that have known Mark over the years, uh, that were either advertisers or guests on his show. Um, they were involved in his show in one way or another. A lot of the evolutionaries uh, ended up uh, contacting us today and wanting to be on. And my thanks to Phil Kincaid, who was producing the show today, and uh, Phil did a, a lot of the uh, booking, as he always did for Mark. He did a lot of it himself, but uh, Phil always helped out best he can. All right, we're going to turn things over to WNDB's motorsports director, Terry Saviston, who's got a special guest right now. Yeah, uh, I believe this guy got started because of Mark Bernier, and uh, that's Bobby Likas. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Terry? You came on our station because of Mark Bernier. It's, this is a tough time to be on the air with us, but uh, your voice gives me confidence. You and Mark both were mentors to me, and, and I've learned so much from you and Mark Bernier. But you you started really here uh, on NDB because of Mark Bernier, I believe. Well, as a matter of fact, I, I'll tell you, I'll just have to preface you know, our history with saying that Mark was his own man. I mean, he, he always made sure he would dig deeply into any topic that he planned to review on his show. So I would call him a decision maker. And to that end, uh, he I'll never forget that uh, uh, his decision because uh, we started on four stations in two states. Uh, and one of those stations was WNDB, in which we stayed on that station, thanks to you and your team and uh, Dave Lang and all the all the guys there that I could name and, and want, especially Mark Bernier. But it was Mark's decision early on, and he was in a position that really wasn't his forte. I think he he, he changed and went into radio because he was so good at it, uh, uh, voicing on air and and being the host that he was. But he actually is the person that listened to me when I and just for uh, I guess as fate would have it, Terry he. He, he answered the phone. Uh, I talked with him, and I said, I, I have this program. I'd like for you to listen to it. He says, why don't we do it on air? And we and I never looked back from there. So uh, I just have to say that he, he was uh, indeed, he and I do go back a, a long way. And I heard Kelly McCarthy uh, and, and Mike Scudera also, and those are those are names that come to mind. Uh, I don't know how long you, you how long have you been there and, and what was your first impression of him? Uh, I'll be 20 years coming up here at first uh, October and I already knew Mark because I was a listener but when I met him uh, he, he he 
was really a teacher and a mentor to me. And, and when I got the opportunity to, to join him on the air or uh, maybe even just stick my head in the door during a break or something, it was the patience that he had and the care that he had. And once I started doing more on-air stuff, it just I, I felt like he was a true coach, just like you are to me, Bobby. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, I'll never forget uh, he was uh, – during one of my visits to Daytona for a remote broadcast, uh, Mark invited me on his show. And during that show, he looked over me straight in the eye. You know, he had this, he had this way about him. And he asked me, uh, why did you stop publishing your car clinic newsletter? And, and his mannerism and straight to the point attitude made me feel like it was more of an inquisition versus a simple question. I never hesitated. And I, I told him, I said that my time didn't allow me to produce both the national car clinic program and the newsletter and do a quality job. And I, I'll never forget, uh, I, I must have satisfied his curiosity because he came right back after that and honored me for sharing the truth. And, and it was like it, like I diffused something. So he really sincerely had this deep thought about his thoughts and about his questions. And uh, if he asked you a question, you'd have to think twice and, and, uh, and come out with the truth. Or you'd have to be one heck of a liar, and I, I never was that. So, <laughs> for that, I, I appreciated Mark, and and I'm sure for all the, the friends that I've made, I I, just, I can't tell you uh, the, the friends in uh, Almond Beach and Daytona and other areas nearby that I've made hundreds of people that I've met, uh, you know, vicariously on air on WNDB, uh, and it was all because of Mark Bernier, to to say the truth. Well, Bobby, appreciate you calling in. We've got a list of, of people getting ready to join us, but you were on the air for over 25 years, and we appreciate all you did here at WNDB as part of well, our family. I do appreciate that, and, I, and, and Mar I'd like to say one thing, Terry. That it's not often that, that we can name one person that made a difference in somebody else's life, and uh, Mark did that for me, and that enabled me to make hundreds of friends there and to, to do my stint there on WNDB. And I, I thank you. And here's to Mark Bunyer's life. We'll celebrate his life. Thanks, Bobby. Appreciate it. All right, it's now 510 on WNDB as we continue with the celebration of life. Uh, life well-lived. Mark Bernier, longtime radio icon in Volusia and Flagler counties. And uh, I'm Chuck Bennett. I'm uh, proud, honored to be, uh, was asked to uh, host this uh, show today. And and I, I immediately said yes. I've been retired almost two years now, but I wanted to do this for my buddy who uh, I knew for 42 years. Well, someone who knew him a lot longer than I did is with us on the line now. We get a chance to pass along our condolences to a member of his family. As, uh, this is his older brother. Mo uh, Carl is on the line. Carl, uh, my heart goes out to you and the family. Well, thank you, Chuck. I, I really appreciate that. I, I wanted to start by saying I really appreciate everything that everyone has said about Mark today. Uh, everything couldn't be more true, uh, and, and everyone was so sincere. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I really, really appreciate it. I had the pleasure of you know, being able to do a show with Mark on weekend around the house. We started in '04 ran for about 15 years and it was just a pleasure it was uh it was a very special opportunity to bond in a way with my brother that most people don't have the opportunity to do now you did a, a number of things you also went to uh, didn't you go to miami with him 
I went to Miami at the uh, book fair. Book fair, right. That was in, uh, let's see, that was in 2017, I believe, I went with him mm. to the Miami book fair. Right. And we did that. That was an experience. That was, it was, that that was, was, it, was, was that the time when the car uh, got you? Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Mark told me that story, and he said, I, I, I can't believe that happened. I said, well, you're in Miami. What do you want? What do you? That's right. There's, <laughs> there's no traffic lights. There's no cameras. We, we can't do that down there. But, uh, yeah, no, that was, that was an experience. We had a good time. Uh, met a lot of great people. Uh, it, it was just wonderful. It really was. Uh, I, whenever I would come down and we would do – we would go on location mm-hmm. about once a year. I would come down and we would travel to several of his sponsors for his show. and We would do remotes. And I, I just I couldn't get over the amount of people that would come out to see him. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was just fantastic. It really was. I mean, <laughs> we, we were set up in a burger joint one time. The, the, the show, it was raining that day, but we still set up and we set up through the drive through. You go to the store was, with him. You go to Publix down here, and 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 he he would people would stare at him, and and there's Mark Bernier. There's Mark Bernier. Uh, everybody <laughs> knew him, and everybody loved him. Uh, Carl, I, I wish you could just take a moment and and give our listeners. I know Mark is as, and I used to talk about it too because I worked in Rhode Island, but you guys were from Rhode Island. Um, explain a little bit about the family history, if you would. Oh, I. I've got a great, a great piece to share with you. Mark knew from the time he was eight years old that he wanted to do this for the rest of his life. He would call a baseball game with the television off and call the game yeah. better than the announcer would call. He, he knew stats. He knew players. He knew everything about baseball that he wanted to call, and he practiced and practiced and practiced. He had a desk set up in his room and a microphone, mm-hmm. and he would practice constantly calling games, interviewing people, practicing. Yeah. And there was no one there, Chuck. He was, I, I, he nobody, was outworked, nobody outworked this guy. People don't understand. I, I watched him for 42 years. Nobody outworked him. I, I watched him his whole life, his whole life. He dedicated his life to his family. He dedicated his life to his job, uh, almost to a fault, mm-hmm. almost to a fault. Right. Uh, we agreed on a lot, but we also disagreed on a lot, and that was okay. It was tough sometimes, especially when it's family. If if you're if you're a work, if you have a working relationship, you can disagree, and that, and that's okay. But if when you're a family member and you have disagreements, it's sometimes a little bit, a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. But we've all we always worked through it. He loved his family. He loved his siblings. The rest of us are up here in New England, and you know we're, we're going to miss him terribly. Yeah, and he always made it a point of uh, getting up there as much as he could. And I, I, you know, he he just the radio bug in New England never got out of him. He, he would come back and call me and say, oh, I listened to the, this station, WSAR. I listened to that station. I listened to this station. He knew everything about everything up there. He did. He did. He never lost touch. He always kept in contact. 
with friends that he had established here early in radio. Mm-hmm. And they remembered him. And they, you know, they invited him back. It was, uh, he just never lost any friends. He just never did. Distance did not matter. Amazing. Well, Carl, I just uh, I, w- I want to pass along my condolences to you and the family, and uh, we're I'm going to miss him. I mean, I, he was my buddy for 42 years, and uh, I know, I know. And we worked together, and, and, and I thank you for that. You know, I work, worked with him at WEAN in Providence, WSAR at Fall River, I, and of course down here in Daytona. We just we couldn't seem to get away from each other. I don't know what it was. But Carl, again, you know, he always looked forward to seeing you again, Chuck. He I, really did. I know. Well, Carl, again, our hearts, our thoughts, and prayers are with you and the family. And uh, I want to thank you for taking. I know it's been tough, and thank you for taking a few minutes of your time to be with us. Well, thank you as well, Chuck. And, and I want to thank everyone at the station for what they're doing today. It's greatly appreciated. Okay, that's uh, Mark's older brother carl and uh, of course was uh, for those of you who listen to wndv on weekends uh you know that he was with mark for i believe 13 14 years on weekend around the house so carl's no stranger to volusia and flagler county that's for sure uh we move to uh bill where are we headed next oh we we have to get uh, the former mayor of uh, holly hill on roland via roland how are you hey i am uh what can I say? I'm up and I'm down every time I think about Mark. I want to express something that's very important about Mark. If you look up the word legacy in the dictionary, there's a mugshot there of Mark. We all strive to do something in life that makes a Mark unintended. And he certainly did over 30 years. I can still remember the afternoon where I was driving in my car when I tuned in to 11.50 a.m., and Mark had his new show, and I was like, who in the heck is this guy? (laughs) In short order, he came up to speed with what he knew about this particular area, and he is the person that got me involved early on in what the uh, local politics scene was all about. Mm -hmm. He also got me interested in radio over a period of time. And you know something? I just thought of something that... If we needed to, bu- to balance the national budget, we could probably do it if we gave Mark $1 for every time he said the phone number, 239 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We would have, we'd have a lot of money stacked up, that's for sure. Most of all, I want to thank all of the radio station, all the people involved, all the producers, the owners of the station, and giving Mark the opportunity to affect us so much. I mean, what in the heck are we going to do between 3 and 6 in the afternoon? I had the greatest honor and privilege whenever he approached me to do uh, two years on the morning show. And I thought, you know, I had arrived. That was very, very important. His his word and his the way that he conducted himself meant so much to me and taught me as well as many other people, what community is really all about. And that's one thing we're really going to miss about him. That's what he believed in, Roland. No question about it. So, Yeah, that's very true. Anyway, thank you guys for doing this. I know there's a lot of people on the line. Oh, yeah. I really we... do appreciate you doing this for him. All right. Thank you so much. Former Holly Hill Mayor Roland Villa joining us on WNDB as we pay tribute to Mark Bernier. 
uh, who passed away over the weekend on Saturday at the age of 65, a friend of mine for 42 years. As we move on now, we move on to another friend, uh, Port Orange Mayor Don Burnett is with us. Uh, Don, uh, it's been a while. You came to our remote that we did uh, beachside, I believe it was, and uh, that was yeah, a, it's a cracked egg. Yeah, I that's a that. cracked egg. Uh, I'd like to know. You know, I, I know you knew Mark pretty well, and your thoughts on uh, his passing. I tell you, I've known him a long time, longer than. Of course, it seems like everybody knows him because we've been listening to him for 30 years but uh, uh, I kind of go back to I was a, a, a attending UCF in in college when he started on the air and, and I feel old so he's been around doing this a long time <laughs> yeah he has. and it, it, it you know and I'm like I was thinking about that and calling in and having Phil answer the phone gave me an air of familiarity from the number of times I've called in and the like and that was about where familiarity ended it uh I just, I was so happy, and we talked about this, too. He became a Port Orange resident again. I, I was very proud of that, to have him uh, living in my city again. But uh, uh, it was a real gut punch when I got the news Saturday evening. Um, and my wife was with me. And uh, I, I, I think that when you have a real community icon, somebody who's made a difference in a lot of people's lives, and he has in so many ways that we'll never know about, because of what he's done for so long. Um, it, it, it's a life well lived, a life worth celebrating, and, and, and I'll miss it. And I, I just wanted to add one thing. The number of times that I have texted him over the years with information about a topic that he's talking about, where I never had to tell him, hey, uh, keep it on the QT. He always knew, and I yep. trusted him. Yep. It, because it was always about getting that information, getting that information out, and, and enhancing the conversation i don't need names in that i just need want to make sure he had relevant information to the topic and and you, you know that you have somebody that you can trust where you don't even need to tell them keep it on the qt yeah you, you, you trust that yeah and that's you, just the way he was here's this was mark if you said it's off the record it's off the record that's it uh he was just yeah. that way so uh uh, Don, we've got uh, we're backed up here a little bit. I just I'm trying to get to everybody as quickly as possible. I know your your thoughts and prayers oh, are with his family. I just wanted to put my two cents in. Mm-hmm. And, and Chuck, thank you for doing this. You and Terry both. I oh, really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. That's uh, Port Orange Mayor Don Burnett. As we move ahead on this tribute to Mark Bernier on the final day of August of 2021, we go now to someone who knows a little bit about COVID. He is the uh, Port Orange Commissioner, and you've been reading a lot about him uh, in the newspaper and on social media. Chase Tremont is with us. Uh, First of all, Chase, I'd like to know how you're feeling. Hey, Chuck, uh, thank you for having me. Um, You know, I I can't complain about the position I'm in right now. Um, uh, I've been I was released a couple weeks ago, and I'm about three days now uh, off of the uh, oxygen assistance. as long as I don't exert myself, my oxygen levels are staying uh, uh, where they're where they should be at this time. So a long road to recovery. I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to trust the process and uh, you know do what the doctors tell me to. Now you you were in real good shape, correct? I like to think I was until I you know look at myself in the mirror from time to time after a meal. But uh, I was probably in the in about the best shape in the last five years. I'd 
Uh, I was playing in a basketball league. I was uh, running some sprints and uh, doing some old school training. So I, I was feeling very good, and this uh, this this thing just came at it came at us hard. Now, <clears throat> how long were you hospitalized for all total? Uh, I was in there seven days. I think Mark and I actually probably went in right about the same right about the same time. I, I didn't know that. I think I was in the hospital on day two, mm-hmm. and I had. Um, I, I had tuned in to listen to the Bernier show, as I always do at 3 o'clock, and um, I, I can't remember what the message was, that he was sick or they mentioned he had COVID. And, and then, you know, when, when, when the, the papers came out is when I'd learned that he was hospitalized, and that was, that was a, tough, that was a tough, uh, tough thing to see. Were you ever on a ventilator, Chase? I was not. Uh, very okay. fortunate. I had uh, started out with an oxygen mask and then uh, moved quickly to the uh, the nostril tubes that went in there, and that's kind of what I've uh, what I stayed on the entire time. And then, you know, when they released me at the, uh, to home, I had I have an oxygen uh, tank at the house that uh, never runs out, and uh, uh, that's that's kind of what I've been using uh, up to this point. Okay. <clears throat> well, we want to uh, we want you to continue to to recover, and uh, you'll beat this. So just you know. Uh, I appreciate that, and if I if I could say a, a word about Mark, um, sure, you know, you know he was a a terrific friend, a great great man who loved his family, this country, and this community, and his impact on this community, in my opinion, uh, is unmatched. You know, there's a there's a quote. Mark and I are both historians. We got together for lunch about once a month. And we would talk about it. The, the, the range of knowledge he had from 80s and 90s wrestling to the yeah. Godfather yeah. To, to politics was, uh, was remarkable. And, uh, you know, there's uh, Jefferson's attributed to the quote that says a well-informed electorate is a vital prerequisite for a free people. And Mark had, uh, as, as do you, uh, Chuck, one of the most important jobs one could have, and that's to inform the public. And he took such tremendous pride in his craft there's just nobody better and whenever i talk to a new candidate or somebody that's wanting to get involved in serving the community the very first piece of advice i offer anybody is i tell them start listening to the bernier show start calling in from time to time because if you want to serve this community you have to understand the issues and be educated on what and where the needs are and mark provided exactly that matter of fact mark made me a better public servant because he kept me informed and i i can't say enough about the man um that that he uh that he was and the legacy that he's going to leave and my certainly my prayers go out to his family because and i've heard so many callers mention this that he was very interested in people's family uh and that was our initial connection you know we we both have have children of, 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 of similar challenges, and that was our instant connection right away. And um, I know he loved his family, and my heart uh, goes out to them, and our prayers have been constantly with the Bernier family during this time. And I know you got more calls to take, so I'll end it there, brother. Thank you so much, Chase, and continue to uh, recover and recover quickly, if you will. All right? It is now 527 on WNDB as we continue with our tribute to the life of Mark Bernier. As we move along, we go back to Holly Hill again. And the current mayor of uh, Holly Hill, Chris B, is on the line with us. Chris? Hey, thanks for having me on, Chuck. Uh, I wanted to point out, back in July, when we celebrated the 30 years of the Mark Bernier Show, Mm -hmm. uh, you saw the outpouring of support, which now looking back is 
is so nice because you had mayors from all over Volusia County, including uh, myself. I gave a proclamation declaring it Mark Bernier Day uh, in Holly Hill back in January. And you think back on that time, and it's so nice that, that we were able to tell him how much he meant to our communities and how much of an impact that he actually made uh, over his many years of service uh, to the community. He was always so committed to educating the public. He always wanted to see all sides of, of every issue. And I always enjoyed every interview I had with him because I always knew that he would ask the right questions. And uh, and he's just going to be so greatly, greatly missed. And um, I just wanted to say that my family has been praying for the Bernier family uh, nonstop since we heard the news on Saturday. And uh, just our thoughts and, and deepest condolences to them. Chris, you couldn't say it any better than that. I want to thank you for taking a few moments out of a busy day, I'm sure, and in remembering Mark, and he would have appreciated it, that's for sure. Chris Villa, the mayor of Holly Hill. As we move along, and the uh, it's now 529, and uh, we want to run straight through, Phil? Okay, we're going to, break. We're going to uh, take a break for Fox News here, an update from that and FNN. And we'll be back. We've got another half hour yet to go as we pay tribute to Mark Bernier. Coming up in just a moment, um, we're going to hear from uh, Ormond Beach uh, Commissioner Dwight Selby, of course, uh, no stranger to the uh, people who listen to WNDV because of uh, all of his conversations with Mark on the Volutionaries. So that's, uh, that's straight ahead as well. We also have, uh, let's see, who else are we going to be? Oh, and without a doubt, uh, Mark's uh, best friend, if, if, if you know, with, and was his best man. Justin Gates is going to join us in the next half hour. Plus, we're going to get uh, Paul Stone, the owner of Southern Stone Communications, to come in, uh, who was uh, a person who kept us all informed uh, during Mark's illness. So uh, stay with us. We've got uh, another half hour still to go here on WNDB. I'm Chuck Bennett, and it's an honor and a privilege to be here as we celebrate the life of uh, one of the best that I ever heard, that's for sure, Mark Bernier. Stay with us. We'll be back on the other side. Now 533 on WNDB. I'm Chuck Bennett as we continue with our celebration of the life of Mark Bernier, longtime talk show host here every afternoon, 3 to 6, uh, for over 30 years, just uh, celebrated his 30th, didn't he, Terry, recently? Yep, back in January, 30th anniversary. January. Great day at DB Pickles. Got to thank Pete and the gang down there, what they did for us that day. But also um, all of the cities and all the counties and all their proclamations. And that was just a phenomenal day. Yes. And uh, one that I'll treasure for a long time. All right, my man. We'll get you back here in just a second. But uh, we're going to go back to the phones again and, and uh, speak for a moment with someone who knew Mark very, very well, his best friend, uh, best man at his wedding. Justin Gates is with us. Justin, you, you're, you, your heart must be broken. Yeah, it's not a, not a pleasant time of year. Um, well, I tell you, though, the, the, you got to look at the, the upside, though. The upside is most people could never dream of making the kind of impact that he did on a community. Um, you know, there are people that live their whole life and don't get to make the impact that he does. Just listening to the calls and seeing the outpouring from people. I mean, I've, I've literally been getting calls from all over the world from people. You know, this is obviously quite a story. Um, you know, he's a man with conviction. He's a man that, and it's, and it's, and it's sad because the only, 
people, you know, a lot of these people will never know him. They only know of him, you know, because of certain things that were said. Mm-hmm. And they don't know the essence of him. They don't know really anything about him. Uh, they don't understand what's happened in his life to bring him to the point where he was. Um, but he was a hell of a guy. He and, really was. And Justin, that's that's a private thing. That's that's something that uh, he decided to keep private. There's no reason for well, anyone to know and, anything. And I'm, yeah, and, and I'm not really going to go out there and, and talk about it because there's no point to, but I'm just going to leave it with this. You know, the decisions he made were based in not in goofy fear Un, un, unrealized and unwarranted fear. He made a value judgment mm-hmm. based on science in his world, in his experience, in the things that have happened to him in his life. Right. And you know what? And, and that's all you can do is, is make an informed decision. You know, now he's 65 years old and, and it happened. But, you know, I'm not going to sit here and have it be, it's not going to be the thing that defines him with me. Mm-hmm. How did you meet Mark? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I listened to his first show. I know when Chapman gave him his uh, his his slot, I listened to his first show, and I called in. And, uh, you know, he was a little nervous. I was a little nervous. And I remember the second day I called him, the second day, and I talked to uh, the call screener. I think it was Kelly, or maybe it wasn't Kelly. It was That's Kelly. Sure Kelly was. was the first was call screener, yeah, yeah. There you go. It was Kelly. And I said, hey, you know, would you mind giving Mark my number? And let him know, you know, he's new in town. He doesn't really know anybody. He doesn't have any friends or anything. If he just wants to go out and talk or if he needs some help getting set up or, you know, some beer or whatever, just have him give me a call. And to my surprise, right after the show ended, he gave me a call. <laughs> and two or three days later, we went down to uh, one of the local watering holes right there on Main Street or on, uh, excuse me, Beach Street. And we talked, gosh, we must have talked for three and a half, four hours and really hit it off and, uh, it was the beginning of a great relationship. You know, we've kind of faded in and out of being close in each other's lives. You know, he got busy with his kids, and I got busy with my kids. And and then we were doing the weekend show for, gosh, eight, nine years, however yeah. long it was, long yeah. time. And then, uh, you know, I got busy with my life, and then I got a divorce, which gave me a lot more free time. And when he found out, in, in typical Mark style, he called and said, you know, number one, I'm devastated. Number two, you have more free time. Would you like to do another weekend show? <laughs> oh. I said, you know. He, he roped, let me. me tell you something about him. He always knew how to rope people in. He did. And you know the thing about him that I, the people that know him, the Pat Northies and the Arthur Burns and the, you know, the Selbys, the people that know him know him, know that the thing about him that made him interesting was he's one of the few people that could be interesting on the air but could also listen and, and wasn't so dug in in his position that he couldn't listen. Now, he wasn't always going to agree with you, right? And, and that's okay. But you always felt like he heard you. He always replied to what you were talking about and stayed on topic, which is unusual in the talk radio business these days. So it made him someone that people could listen to that weren't always just picking for a fight. You know, some people that listen to talk radio just want to talk about issues. They're not constantly breathing fire. They don't want to constantly pick a fight. And right. he was their guy. He was he was good like that. Yeah, he was he was a person who was uh, he had his opinions, but he was fair. He respected your exactly. right to your opinion as well. And I think a lot of the people that when he did bookmark and he did some of the other things, when they heard he was a conservative, it's like oh oh gosh, I don't want him to interview me. And I can't tell you how many times I was with him when that happened. When someone would come up to him and say, you know what? I was treated better by you than by most anybody else I've ever been interviewed by. Thank you very, very much. Amazing. You know, they were always very, very thankful for the job that he did. No question about it. 
All right, Justin. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, you you were close to him, really close to him for a long time. Yep. And, yep. He's uh, going to be missed. He'll never be replaced. Um, there'll be others that'll do his job, but he'll never be replaced. And God love you, Mark, and I know I love you. Thanks a lot. Justin Gates, of course, Mark's best friend, and, uh, of course, uh, he was best man at Mark's wedding as well. As we move along, it's now 539 on WNDB. I'm Chuck Bennett as we continue with our tribute program uh, celebrating the life of Mark Bernier. For over 30 years, he entertained and informed uh, Volusia and Flagler County radio listeners. I'm going to turn this next one over to our sports director and motorsports director, Terry Sabiston. Terry? Well, our next guest, uh, Preston Root, you're a big part of the station years back, and, and you and Mark were pretty close. Can you uh, give us a little description of the first time you met Mark Bernier? Oh, gosh, it was so long ago. Thanks for having me, first of all. And, um, you know, my whole family is uh, praying for Mark's family. Well, without, and, the Root fam- um, without the Root family, we would not have had Mark Bernier. Well, it was uh, one of the best broadcasting moves we ever made in a long history of doing that business but uh you know i really uh, all the people that have called in today have said such meaningful things about mark that it's just it just has warmed my heart it reminded me of so many times that i had forgotten about with mark um, we worked together for about 15 16 years directly daily at wndb and mark was one of the easiest guys in the world to work with um i can't stress enough how uh, a loss that my family feels um, with Mark gone and, and certainly praying for his family. Um, that's the most important thing. But Mark was a guy that for 30 years at WNDB that always was a pleasure to work with. And when I was with him daily, it was just, uh, it was always the best experience. Terry, you know this too. And Chuck, you know it better than anybody working for as long as you did together. Right. But Mark was just a pleasure to work with. Um, I, he'll be missed. He's done more for this community publicly than probably anybody. And um, I just wanted to say that Mark was a blessing for this community. He was a blessing to all his friends. So many of your callers today have been so eloquent in what they've said, and they've summed up Mark's life so well. Um, it was a life well-lived, and he was a good man, a good guy to work with. And I just wanted um his friends everybody that's listening to know that we're praying for his family and uh we all will miss mark and this community will miss him forever and he'll never be forgotten around here no no he won't he was a a big part of this community i think the legacy is going to live on for a long time indeed and you know one of the most gracious things um that mark did when he first came to this community mark was not a big nascar fan and of course that's a huge part of what wndb does and when mark understood nascar and wndb being a flagship uh, nascar mrn radio um, station mark was able to see the bigger picture of what racing meant to this community and graciously every year that we worked together and continued on forever to step aside and let speed weeks take over his time slot and in talk radio, that can be, you know, really touchy thing. And when he would do that, he also, the tutelage that he gave young broadcasters like me and many others. And me. The tutelage that he gave was just incredible. It's, here's how to do something better. Here's a better idea. 
in behind the scenes, Mark was probably as much of a success as WNDB's racing heritage as he was to this community's improvement. And that's a that's a huge leap to take because NASCAR's been here forever. WNDB has carried MRN forever. And um, that's just the kind of guy Mark was. He just was fantastic to work with and even better um, at a family man and a father and a husband. And uh, he'll be sorely missed. I send my love to his family and to all his friends. Everybody has just brought has made me smile today. And when my whole family and, and myself and my family is extremely sad. Thanks a lot, Preston. Appreciate you taking the time with us. As we move along on this tribute to Mark Bernier, we now go to someone who is very, very close to Mark, a member of the Volutionaries, a commissioner of the city of Ormond Beach, Dwight Selby. Dwight, uh, I I don't know what to say. Uh, There there are no words. I know you were very, very close to Mark. Yeah, I sure was, Chuck. Um, You know, it really hasn't sunk in yet. Uh, It still feels like a dream that you know, that he'll be there, he'll be on the air uh, tomorrow at 3 o'clock or tomorrow morning, first thing in the morning. So, yeah, it's it's hard to process it. I, I just, when when you were a member of the Evolutionaries, were you one who was on a lot or were you just, uh, you know, every so often? I was on pretty often, um, yeah. you know, for a while there. And um, up until a couple of months ago when I had a couple of conflicts and so forth, and, uh, and then Mark was uh, mixing it up a little bit, which I think was really good for the program. And, you know, I wanted to make one comment about that. I can't tell you how many people I run into just out on the street, wherever, and they say, oh, by the way, I heard you the other day on Volutionaries and, you know, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know. And so the reach of it, of that program, of that format, of Mark's uh, format of his, of his show is amazing. And uh, what an impact it had. You know, I had a couple of thoughts. One was what an excellent businessman he was. You know, he, he wasn't just, and I don't know the intimate details, but he wasn't just an employee of the radio station. He created a business out of that show. He taught himself. You know, and he, he taught himself how to, how that, to be a businessman, though. He, he really did. Right, he worked exactly. hard at it. And, and, you know, another thing I thought was, uh, you know, what you see is what you get consistency you know a lot of people are one way when the spotlight's on and then they're totally different well you know when when you're in a private conversation with him mark wasn't that way at all he, he was is the exact same guy no matter what the circumstances were and then i guess you know the other thing is uh he loved his kids oh my gosh he would yeah. always talk glowingly about kathleen and charlie he was so proud of those kids um, I never had the opportunity to meet either of them, but um, I just I, I want you know everybody to know and and, and them to know that uh, your dad loved you and he was so proud of you. You know, you asked me about about uh, evolutionaries, and you know I used to bring the Donnie's donuts in all the time. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> there were more than one time when I thought that's probably the only reason they kept inviting me back. You know. <laughs> But then Mark stopped eating them after after a while because he was trying yeah. to lose some weight, and, yeah. and he, he we'd still invite me back in any case. Mm-hmm. But well, I just wanted to say, um, you know, there this gigantic hole that our community is going to have a very difficult time filling. Uh, we'll never fill it completely, uh, and we'll never forget him. Uh, and and what a what a blessing it was to have him here, and also for anybody who's you know, who doesn't know about his, he was a man of faith. He was a Christian That's right. and uh, he believes in the eternal, uh, eternal life. And, uh, 
that's where he is now. I am completely confident of that. No question, Dwight. Absolutely. Dwight, thank you uh, for taking some time and, and visiting with us and, and telling us uh, your thoughts on your friend, Mark Bernier. It's 13 before 6 on WNDB as we move ahead. And uh, we move on now to uh, tax collector Will Roberts, who's on the line. Will? Hello. Hey, how are you guys doing? Well, we're doing the best we can. We're none... here doing the best we can with what that's, we've got to work that's with. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I thank you, Phil, Chuck, and Terry, for having me on. And I just want to say my thoughts and prayers are with the Bernier family and the WNDV family as well. I I first met um, Mark in June of 2019. That was when I was first getting into the political scene. And anybody who's anybody that knows if you're running for political office should be on the Mark Bernier show. And that's when I got my first live interview. And I remember Mark being very helpful, very patient. And he was very fair and gracious the multiple times I was on the show. Um, and, and Mark had a, had a gift about making uh, complex issues and making them entertaining. And, and this is a very hard thing to accomplish, but he did it with ease. Um, he had an amazing and, talent. And always, he did. He did. And, and Mark made everyone feel like a friend. And that's that's why Jen and I were devastated by the news of Mark's passing, because, um, you know, Jennifer enjoyed just coming to the studio with me uh, just so she could talk with Mark about, you know, journalism, politics, the news of the day, whatever was going on. Um, And we will always remember Mark for being fair and to first time political candidates and any candidate that walked in there and caring for us as people. So. Um, it, and it was always interesting, too, that Mark reminded me of my uh, father-in-law that passed in 2019. So that was a little bit of comfort every time I walked in um, that in the studio. He reminded me of my father-in-law. Mm-hmm. But um, I, the, the most entertaining thing about it was uh, Mark and his sponsors and, and how great he was to his sponsors. I, I love listening just listening to him talk about his sponsors and how he went to commercial and and would you know live talk that commercial spot i loved i loved hearing that well you're going to hear more about it right now will because uh, we're going to move on to we have to uh, speak with somebody who uh, mark had as a client on his show dana signs from commercial coverage and of course uh, there were many mornings that mark uh, did her commercials, did uh, Dana's commercials on the air, and I felt like I knew everything about it. I mean, he was amazing. Dana, how are you? Was, I'm good. He was he was amazing. Um, and I met, you know, I met Mark uh, many, many years ago. I, I've been, you know, um, he's been doing my commercials for, gosh, 25, 26 years, and uh he was. Um, he was just so so indebted to his sponsors, and he believed in every single one of us. And you know, he was like he was like well, one he Rush Limbaugh, I think. People would call me up, and they acted like they knew me. And hey, Dana, Mark told me to call you. I need a quote on my on my insurance. Yeah, that's all it took from him. He was amazing, and he had the phone number right there in the back of his mind. He put the phone number oh, out there and said, yeah. "Tell Mark Bernier told you to call." 
Exactly, exactly. He did that for so many of his sponsors. But it's, I was I was so heartbroken to hear that he hear that he had passed, and and just like I've been listening to what what the other people have been saying. I mean, you know, I mean, so, such a devoted dad to his kids, and and you know, and even still to Melanie, you know, even though that they weren't married. I mean, they were always right there for each other. Mm-hmm. And um, the community is gonna gonna feel a big loss with losing Mark. There's no question about it, Dana, and uh, I, I know if Mark were here, he would thank you for your kind words and uh, for your support all those years uh, and, and, and having him do your, your commercials. And uh, it, it was amazing because he did them on our morning show, and, I was, and I'm like, you know, I felt like I knew you. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. I know. And you know, we we became friends after all the you know the years that 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 um I was on, and I always enjoyed coming on. Um, you know, the most fun I had was on when they did the Saturday weekend around the house when it was Mark and Justin. I mean, that you you never knew what was going to happen with the two of those guys. Amazing. I, 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 Dana, I want to thank you for the moment. We only got a couple of minutes left. Boy, we could do right. this. We could do right. this for a long time. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you could. I mean, he is. He 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 did so much for so many people. And and you know, like I said, even the customers that came into my my office to talk to me about insurance, you know, they acted like they knew Mark personally because they listened to him every day. Once you, once you, when, when you meet Mark Bernier and he asks you, how are you doing? He means it. How are you doing? He was an amazing person like that. So Dana, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. And your support all these years of WNDB. It is now eight minutes before six on WNDB as we are getting a little closer to the end of our three hour tribute uh, to the life of Mark Bernier, uh, Volusia, Flagler County's own. Uh, talk show host that I, I never saw anybody outwork the guy that's what made him is the work and you heard his older brother Carl earlier say Mark used to practice as a young man a young kid in his room calling baseball games he was just so into radio he loved it and he made his life uh, life's work radio God bless him that's for sure as we move ahead Phil where are we headed to now Oh, yeah, I, I wanted to make sure Arthur got on. Arthur Burns is with us, and I, Arthur, I, I know how close you were to Mark. I mean, I don't know what well, to say. I, I, made the, I made the trip to Miami with him a couple of times, and a lot of the stuff I could say, Justin already said, you know, I had liberal authors come up to me and say, wow, I almost didn't do it because everybody told me he was a conservative, and he was just so good to me, better than others. And... I um, I thought it was funny since since everybody said a whole lot of other stuff. There were a couple of neat things that happened during the evolutionaries. One was he was in the middle of doing the commercial and he was doing like he did, reading it out of his head. And it might have been me or somebody on the evolutionary said, "Oh yeah, that's a great restaurant." And Mark was like almost turned it over. Here you go, tell him, Arthur. I'm like, oh, okay. And then uh, Pat Northy kicked in and um, I I. Uh, thought it was kind of funny and she said it somewhat better than others that it he really didn't have that grudge that some folks have on the conservative radio he would let anybody talk he didn't have to agree with you but he let you talk mm-hmm. and it was just so amazing um one day during he was doing the commercial and 
he's like you said, he's doing it. I think he started closing his eyes because I started like sitting there heckling him. I, I had my <laughs> hair, my fingers on my head and, yeah. and making the loose sign. And I was trying to get him to lose it during that, that commercial. Right. And um, I, did, I never did it again. Right. I was just, just trying to, to, to uh, get him once or twice there. And he, um, it, it, it needs to be said that he was not an anti-vaxxer because of all of the conspiracy theories and everything else. Those of us who know him well know his decision was made because of things that he saw in his own life. It had nothing to do with uh, QAnon or any of those uh, idiots out there that are being anti-vax. And that's why I could respect his decision, even if I didn't agree with it. Uh, and that's how he was on a lot of things. Yeah, he, he made his own way, and you knew his faith and his family were very important to him. Very much so. I know there's probably a couple others. So I'll let you yeah, know. Arthur, we're going to have to we, we're up against the, the top of the hour. So, and I do want to speak uh, for a little time here with uh, the owner of Southern Stone Communications and uh, the guy I always look up to, Paul Stone. <laughs> thanks, thanks for thanks for asking me to come do this. It was a lot of fun. Well, it was obvious that we wanted you and we wanted some of the people that he had worked with over all these years. I mean, when you think about 30 years, oh. it's it's just incredible. And Some people don't last 30 days at a radio station. Well, I, I pretty much didn't. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, he did work hard. Hmm. But I'm, I'm struck with the, with the thought that, that job one for him was his family, his kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've just never seen better kids. I mean, they used to come in with him on occasion. Right. And uh, I know they loved him. He loved them. He loved his sponsors. He, he, they weren't sponsors to him. They were... They were friends, and uh, there's going to be a, a pretty big hole left in, in the station. Uh, and I, I, uh, I can't help but mention, when you, when you see someone as strong as Terry Sabastin sitting over there crying oh, quietly, was, yeah, he, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, an emo- him a lot. it's an emotional day yeah. for all of us. Right. We loved him, and we'll miss him, and in a little bit we will play his, his jingle for the final time. All right. Also joining us in studio is uh, my former immediate boss, uh, Mark McKinney, operations director here at WNDB. And Mark, I want first of all, I want to thank you. You were the guy who, through Paul, got the information to me and updated me all along on everything. It's it's virtually impossible in a situation like this to have seventeen people telling people what's going on. Exactly, you got to yeah. have somebody heading it up. Right now. Tell me about your uh, your time with Mark. The easiest job I ever had in my life yeah. was being his supervisor for the past few years. He, because he, he, he did what he was doing. It. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. He would come, we would talk, and he would go do his show, and I'd just applaud him. There was yeah. there was nothing to, to do. There was nothing to do as his supervisor rather than just be glad that he was my friend. I went home one day, not long after I started with the Bennett and Bernier show. And I, I said to my wife, I don't know how long I'm going to last up there. She said, what are you talking about? I said, my boss says I'm doing a great job. I don't even want to talk to me. I, and he, I, <laughs> I just leave. He just let me go. And let, saying you did the same thing with Mark. You just let him do his thing. That's give him the right side of the road and the left side of the road. And he stayed in the road most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> I always used to tell people, we never had an argument on air. But when we got off air... There were right. a few. Right. But I loved him. I knew him for 42 years, and I treasure 
every one of those years that we worked at every radio station we worked at. Bill, how are we doing on time, pal? Got about a minute left. Mark, anything else you want to say? No, there's nothing else to be said. It's all been said this afternoon by the people that have known him, worked with him, and loved him, and I did too. All right. Um, I've done pretty well. You you didn't, Terry Savison. Thank you so much for your help this afternoon. Uh, it was, I know it's the tough memories for you. are sweet, and that's I know. the way to look at it. It's tough for you, and uh, hey, it's tough for all of us. We loved him. We'll miss him. He'll never be replaced or forgotten. And it was my pleasure to stay here today, while he uh, and sit in this chair. All right. So for the last time, you're now going to hear the Mark Bernier jingle this show. And then we'll have a moment of silence. Mark Bernier, News Talk 1150, WNDP. Thank you once again. I'm Chuck Bennett. It's been my pleasure. Well, you're listening to WNDB Daytona Beach. It's time for News at 6.